Thanks for 5,000. Today on the Geek Salad Podcast, we have a very illustrious guest. We are joined by M. Shy. M. Shy, say hello to the people. Hello, Geek Salad folk. <laughs> yeah, M. Shy is a is an author, is an anime head, a portal jumper, and a self proclaimed soul eater. We're gonna get into that. I uh, mm-hmm. don't know what that is, but we're gonna find out. So stay tuned to uh, this episode of the Geek Salad Podcast. <laughs> I'm on the come up, jump up, I pick my gun up. Joe Jackson with trap. Uh, we have a friend on the show today. He does not watch Attack on Titan. And it's been on for almost, what, 10 years now? Back and forth, you know? It's, it's, it's one of the best animes ever, you know? And uh, he's not privy to what me and our guests know today about the show. So I'm going to give the floor to my guests here. How do you feel about Attack on Titan final season. So I will say like right before they got to this final season, there was I feel like they went from zero to a hundred. So we had like all of these like breadcrumbs, go to the basement. Oh, you got something right. in your blood and your history. And they just like never get around to it. And they distract you from all of the never ending like death that happens and then finally like soon as they crack this this season it's just like they give it all to you really in that first sit down first episode and then from then on you just start to gradually question your allegiance to Aaron I don't want to give away too much because I still want him right and still still want him to see it so it's just like I've already ruined one one part of it I'm like let me not Listen, I'm I'm trying to recover from last night. Still, it's like what, three o'clock. I'm still recovering, so I, I forgot what you know. So just feel free to get all your welcome to out. this hungover version of Geek Salad Podcast. <laughs> if you um, if you can describe to him the reasons why he should watch this show over Dragon Ball Super, what would be your your pitch for that? Okay, I mean, no shade, no teaser. Dragon Ball Super. I got me a little Dragon Ball sports bra. I got all the Dragon Ball posters. Not up here. I have an anime dungeon. But um, <laughs> dungeon. <laughs> I did an anime dungeon. That's for another Love show. Um, okay. But so I like shows that have layered stories that intersect. Right. So you have the tragic protag in this story who right off the bat in true American Disney style loses his fucking parents in the most traumatic way thus anchoring your feelings to this person and his found family right you have that right from the beginning and that's that's a thing then you have these terrifying creatures that no one can guess their motivation no one really they have kind of a vague ambiguous idea of where they came from and they just come full force 
and disrupt all the security and safety you've ever known within the walls of this like walled city, right? They just like bust through like, guess what bitches, I'm hungry and just start eating motherfuckers. And then, so then for me, I have to like the artwork of an anime for me to really get into it. And the way the artists put so much personality into each of the, like each of them, are drawn quite differently. You have some that just straight up look like somebody was hungover like you and drew it. Then you have some that look First like- First of all, I let the record show that my, my hungover art is great, okay? I'm, okay? I'm a great artist when I'm hungover. I'm definitely but gonna that's make not show improve. That's fine. Yeah, um, so you have some of these evolving stories. And then my favorite evolving story is what it means to fight these beasts when you still have all of these like old school weapons. And when you follow a, a story that has so many seasons, and I love this because I love studying stuff about like feudalist Japan moving over to like modern Japan. And then you see like how even the mightiest things and these terrifying things become diminished as technology advances. So you have all of these things sort of at play in Attack on Titans. And then you have also, what does it mean to have a weapon of mass destruction and who should get ownership of it in this story? Mm -hmm. So you have in the early seasons, this is like, oh shit, this dude's really like, can become a Titan that's problematic, but also we need this, like we need this. So, and there's like, so there's the political side to it. Like, do we follow orders? Do we go with the, with the, we bet it on on him, even though he's an unpredictable weapon. So, I mean, there's a lot of things to mull over as you watch it, and I like stuff like that. Mm. And also, Arya, a good a good thing about it too, man. It's like uh, it, it, it almost reflects like uh, the oppression of people, right? Like uh, right. to me, the biggest influence is like World War II, where Germany was oppressing the Jewish folk, right? This show kind of does that, where this uh an island of people that everybody in the world hates for whatever reason, but the people on the island don't know why. Like, why does everybody hate us? Or why do these things keep keep coming to like eat us all, right? And throughout the entire arc and the other seasons, you understand why. And that mystery gets, gets bigger, weirder, yeah. bigger, even more so, right? So I should say, stop watching Dragon Ball Super right now. Never. <laughs> He's like, sure. It's old school. Yeah, check Fine. it out, man. Check it out, man. Because also, man, it's more relatable in the sense that the, the, the hate that these people get from everybody, man, and, and what they go to just for, like, basic survival. And, dog, yeah. the animation, chef's kiss, man. It is, man. It is crazy, man. The only time an episode, like, I didn't know, like, my uh, my kids were watching the show. Like, I, it was some episode that my 11-year-old, he was 11 at the time, he was watching. I didn't, like, I knew it was an anime. I knew it was pretty popular. I didn't know it was that graphic, though. So he was just, oh, yeah. he was just watching it. And I was, I think I was on my phone, not paying attention. I, like, looked up. It's like like a dude like cut open one of the titans or something he was like living inside something crazy like yeah. that but it was like mad yeah. i was like no what are you watching what is this no i'm not saying we can watch attack on tell your dad i'm like man cut this cut this off man. like no this is not in your age oh my god now for so your demographic funny. how many seasons is it it's four right four. yeah four, four. Mm-hmm. okay okay so, how many episodes a season 
Sheesh. What? Fifteen. It has to 12. be at least twelve, something like that. Mm. And then oh very God. little filler, surprisingly. Right. Very little filler. The f- that's my only complaint about animes in general is filler. Like I don't. I know you ain't sitting in here on <laughs> on Beyonce's internet. <laughs> claiming yourself to be a DBZ fan and complaining about a little filler in other animes. I can DBZ still DBZ. like it. I can have a complaint about something that I like. You never had something you like, but you still had a gripe about it. Of course you had. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, That's my only gripe. But let me tell you, because um, listen, I didn't start watching Dragon Ball Super when it came out like in 2015 or whatever. I started watching Dragon Ball Super like last week on some, I got a cold and I don't feel like doing no work. I don't feel like doing nothing. Just comfort food and lay down and like watch TV. Basically, you turn into a, a Mitch. You know how it be when you get a bad cold. You know what I'm saying? So that's what made me start watching because it reminded okay. me of being in high school and can't you, wait for the next episode of Dragon Ball Z or whatever. you tell me what you like most about DBZ Super, yeah. I can recommend other anime that you would you know, that you would like based on what you tell me. Like, I don't know if it'll work though. You know why I don't think it'll work? It's because Dragon Ball super is a continuation of a story that i've been following since i was a kid even though you like like only nostalgia things it's mostly a nostalgia thing like it's entertaining too you know what i'm saying but it's like come on like every threat in dragon ball dragon ball z dragon ball uh super it's the same it's like you know what strong and then a new threat comes comic book person answer that's why i sighed i'm like this is the comic book aficionado answer because comic book aficionados like are they are by default nostalgia heads right because if you think about it in a way some would argue i would not the car comic books had their own like like it's like from a foregone era right when we were like at the book that was all there was and you were like um and so by default like comic book heads are always looking for something oh, like it comes so, something disrespectful color. i can i can feel it it's, it's not i have a whole comic book library don't do me <laughs> and manga don't do me don't do me I'm, i'll be reading um but i will say like i read comic books and manga a little bit i think it's balanced more because i mean i have to sit down and write which means i have to actually read serious stuff in my genre so i have to mark off time for that so because i've marked off time for that i do read comic books less i think i read more indie comic books than anything now because i grew up with dc and i grew up with marvel and i grew up with all like the spawns and the i grew up with all that so now i'm reading like a lot of boom house and stuff like that okay like just totally off the wall dark <laughs> basilisk, like crazy stuff. Mm. Boom Studios is some crazy good shit. And I'm reading my peers. Like I'm reading Robert Jeffrey stuff, reading just like a- anything black I can find. I just right. want to be truthful. <laughs> I'm like, is it black? Let me, here's my money. Thank you. Take it. My money. Keep it, keep it all in keep house, it. man. That's what we're talking about. Money. We like that. We like that. That's right. That's, that's right. right. And then one last thing, man. So if you like DBZ Super, um, check out Baki on netflix dog that shit is bananas but it's so bananas in a great way man and all it is dog perfect recommendation dudes fighting each other without any superpowers just straight up fisticuffs 
<laughs> he's like Paul. Why you, he's like start, why you start off with buff dudes? Though? <laughs> I mean, why can't we? Why can't it's we? A bunch of, it's a bunch Be of. Comfortable I mean, listen, his, man. You know, we're not here to judge. I'm just saying. Man. Listen, man. I am. <laughs> I'm good. I am okay. to my masculinity, buff, man. Hey, yes. A bunch of buff dudes. <laughs> Did you know that buff in the, U- in the UK? In the UK, <laughs> buff just means attractive. It just means like, oh yeah. That would be. I would have even more questions if he was using. <laughs> I'm sure he wasn't. But, okay. <laughs> Let me tell you why that's a good combination. The why that's a good recommendation, rather. You would like Baki because every fucking move. Can I cuss thing? Cuss right. Oh yeah. Every oh, yeah. damn so move yeah, on Baki yeah. is thoroughly explained as it's being executed. So yeah. as somebody is getting worked. The- out they'll pause it and be like what i've just done is is diminish i've actually seen one or two episodes diminish his liver's (laughs) (laughs) thus causing a heart clot and causing his circulatory system to break down and they've got all these like charts and craziness yeah you're almost watching like a medical show slash boxing show yeah baki is great i just started baki the grifter the grifter, right? Yeah, but mm. I haven't finished it. I have a I have a long catch up list for anime. Okay. You got braces? Huh? No, I don't. I just lisp. Oh, okay. Lisp. Okay. Because I'm, I'm a brace fan. I just got my braces on like last year. I wear I wear a retainer. I had like the okay. uh, smile direct. Oh, I had crazy crazy bottom teeth. It was like baby shark. Do, 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 oh, yeah, me too. Yo, that's funny, man. I fixed it though. Pay me, like smile direct. Pay me. I'm kidding. You know what I'm saying? Sponsorship. Go ahead and hit Pay me, smile direct. Yo, that's funny. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna check out Baki. Yo, um, this is me, right? I am the dude who does like certain animes, right? But the reason I'm not as up on them as other folks in the blurred sphere, if you will, is because like I feel like it's so many other dope live action shows that I'll end up watching them instead. Like, I feel like this is like the golden age of live action shows with the, the different streaming services and all of that. It's always a series, like Godfather of Harlem. I'm like, I, I'm behind on that yeah. joint. But mm. I got to watch that before I watch Baki. You know what I'm saying? So it's like... Okay. No, I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, no, I think that for, for me, the reason that I'm very much into anime is the escapism. I'm like, these people don't even have normal size eyeballs. I'm so far removed from reality right now. It feels great. So for the pandemic, it was like, you know, like cotton candy for the brain. Like, I just don't want to be, I just want anything like deep into, I would even, I would even get into a meta mode where I want to watch an anime about them escaping into another alternate reality. So it's like, oh, you just took it to another level. That's some inception level shit. Yeah. <laughs> because like, who, who dreams wants to sit inside around? of dreams inside of shit. Exactly. Who wants to sit around and think about like, oh, did I do I need to reorder my fifty pack of masks this week? Am I running low? Like, I don't want to yeah. think about real shit. I want to watch Sword Art Online, the Gundam season two one, not Gundam, Gun Gale. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's stupid, yeah, yeah. you know, stuff like that. Escapism. Escapism. Mm-hmm. I feel you, man. You got and then some anime storylines are just good, like Kakagiri. That's just that was just sexy. Come on, that was just a great show. Mm. Did you watch that? Psychopathic. Gambler, not that Mr. one, man. Mr. Uh, anime expert, did Listen, you see that? Man. Listen, man, I got you know, guys didn't get I it. I got using the game, like though. That. I, I definitely game. did, though. 
What was what you said? Okay, so you're saying a lot of guys didn't get into the show. What was it? Wasn't like but, typical, no, was no boobs, like 90% out, like in that joint. Like it was like for me, because I'm like I'm alphabet gang, it was like super gay. Like watching this girl just like pull up in this school and seduce everyone and just whip everyone's ass in every card game and every betting game imaginable and it it was just like you know as a black person grew up playing spades i was like yeah get them like (laughs) yeah (laughs) i was way more into it than i have merch i have a kakagiri (laughs) shirts that i've ordered a problem yeah that's another one um, rea where i mean well pretty much man the premise of the show is imagine a high school a uh a uh I guess elite high school where everybody gambles, right? All the kids gamble. They gamble on something and rich ass fuck, right? So one girl comes in, starts playing all their game, whether it's throwing darts or or polka or or dice or whatever, and she whoops everybody ass with their with their mind games, right? And the bets get crazier and crazier and crazier. So Russian roulette. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. What? They in high school playing Russian roulette, like because they're rich and bored. They don't give a. They like literally. They're they're completely nihilistic and rich and bored, and just like, what can we f up today of our parents' money? But you can also they wear these cards. You can gamble with your life, and when I say gamble with your life, if you lose the game, the president of the school decides your life for you. She's like, yeah, you've lost, so you belong to us now. You're going to marry this person and have several children by this person. And everybody's reaction to that was like, no, please, don't let me have a normal life. It was so fucking hilarious to me. I love this show. Mm. That would be my reaction to someone telling me who I was going to marry. And to Mm. what you were saying, R.A., perfect segue to our next topic. Is anybody watching Boba Fett on Disney? How about y'all? Boo, the Boba Fett. Tomato, tomato, tomato. I <laughs> no, saw the first no, two episodes. You haven't seen it yet. Haven't seen it at all? There we go. Rest of my case. You don't. You don't need. Let me look. That need to be the end of this segment, bro. I saw the first two episodes. And was like, you know what? I'm good. Like it wasn't horrible, but it's just like I found myself more than one time watching it, asking myself, why am I watching this? You know what I'm saying? It was just, it seemed kind of dull, like, you know. Look at his face. He's just like, <laughs> forget. <laughs> so I'm taking you enjoyed it. You didn't enjoy it, but I'm taking it that you enjoyed it. It's uh, it's it's not as fun as the Mandalorian, right? And then two, you got to think about the the mystique of Boba Fett has been going on for the past what 30, 40 years now. Of, of what he should be he's so badass right but the show kind of peels back layers of him escaping the the Sorlac pit and how mm-hmm. he he is now trying to be this new uh crime boss of this of the city but it's not really picking up you know what i'm saying it's like you get you get flashes I'm hearing from both of, of you what i'm hearing is that it's mid so should I watch it? Yeah, it's oh, oh, perfect. It's perfect. It's it's so it's mid. It's worse yo. than mid. So what is, mid. What is mid? What's I worse mean, than mid so... like, in weed terms? Whatever is below mid, that's that's what it is. <laughs> that shit is uh, worse, what is that? I'm trying to think of something lower than um than mid in weed terms. It escapes me. Because right you can get uh, away with some mid, like you know what I'm saying. In a, a, a stretch, high grade, in a stretch, you know. But 
this is worse than me. This is this is that mess you smoke and then like you got a headache like two hours later. Like, oh no, that's unforgivable. I've combined my money. Horrible. It's trash right there. To, pay, to play trash. devil's advocate, I will will say that even though there was so much fanfare around Mandalorian, and I'm I'm caught up in it. Like, come on, baby Yoda. Like, come on. Um, it worked because it was severely formulaic. Like, even as you're watching it, you like you know why you're watching it. You know what you pulled up for. Mm-hmm. And even in knowing that, like, oh, man, this is so formulaic. It was, like, so formulaic. So the reason why I give some of the boring shows with a slow start kind of a chance is that some things, when they try to get outside the box, you kind of got to bear with it. Sometimes it's a payoff. Sometimes it's not. So if are you saying that that's one of these shows? Are you saying that it's kind of like, eh, you have to really... I'm saying coming off the Mandalorian to this, which you're obviously going to compare it to the Mandalorian. It And granted, I've only watched like the first two episodes. So far in the first two episodes, it falls so short of the Mandalorian. And I agree with you. I think the Mandalorian was very formulaic. But, you know, if you, if you grade at the formula, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it works. If you execute the formula flawlessly, it works like the Mandalorian worked. And I'm just not getting those vibes from um from this show. Then on top of that, um, I can't think of the actress's name, but she played May in um Agents of Shield. Yeah, I can't think I'm of her name. But anyway, name. the fact that she's in it is is taking me out of even more. Only not because she's not a good actor, but the simple fact that I did the same thing with Agents of Shield to where like I watched it and it was so boring. But it's like when it was, I was good. Just about to say. When it was good, it was like really good. So it's like you continue to watch it and it'd be boring, boring, boring. And then they like throw the ghost rider up. They're like, oh, it's just a ghost rider, nigga. Like this is dope. But then it go back to boring, boring, boring. But you just keep giving it a shout out to shout. I, I think I have like adult, like, like a I don't I can't watch a show that I need an actual dose of Adderall for. So like me as someone who has a zillion things to do and the kid and all of these things going on. Uh-huh. Like if you don't bring it in the first, I will give you three episodes. If I don't mm-hmm. see where the arc is moving, I got no freaking idea then I'm probably going to back out. Like, I just can't <laughs> invest time to be pissed off because nothing is worse than investing yourself in the whole season. And there's like, bye, folks. Hope you enjoyed that. Like, mid-ass season. And, and then it's just wow. over. And you're like, what did I just spend the last three days of my life on? Because I'm a binge watcher. Three days of my life on binge watching. Yeah, I got a question for y'all then. What was, what was the last time a show you watched like that piss you off by the end of the actual show okay so i'm watching a show god damn it the name it's a subtitled show about a town caught in a time of a funky time space because the town sits at the base of chernobyl experiments Mm -hmm. and it's a weird ass show because a kid finds this portal hole in near the town and like runs away and then he have you seen this i saw that joint yeah okay so the reason that this is one of those shows to me that like starts off strong and then i'm like where is it going is that once they crack what the big mystery is Mm -hmm. and you're like oh yeah i'm super into this and then they're like are you like mystery here's some more mystery and i'm like wait no i need to process the rest of the mystery and here's some more and some more and i'm like bro this is too much mystery my guy like this is not case closed like slow it down slow the it's like once the art got rolling it, it rolled off the rails 
And then I was like, this is too much. And I just <laughs> What was the name like, of the show? What was that? What was the name of the show? I can't remember the laughing music. Okay, I, I have to find it. It's a subtitle show. It's on Netflix. The name was so nondescript and kind of like plain for what it's about. I, I can sum it up in one sentence. I'm my own grandpa. Is it dark? <laughs> Is that it? I'm my own grandpa. <laughs> like the timelines get crazy. It is, and you can't. It's one of those shows you also can't like go to the bathroom and come back, yeah, and thinking that you, you will miss something, something vital. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find okay. it. I'm gonna tell you. What about you, G? What I'm, I'm still thinking of a show like uh, this. It's Lost, been some, though. Lost man, Lost. Because yeah. and this was kind of like a little like a teeny bit like that. Yeah. See, Lost. I wasn't on it until like maybe ten years later. I'm like, you know what? Yeah. Let me sit down and and See waste a year of my life watching Lost, right? So I'm watching, I'm like, oh shit, it's got a pretty dope premise, right? But then it kept going on where you think it should have ended. Like, okay, it's it's kind of kind of fuzzy in the middle. But then when you get to the end and loss, you still have more questions like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like everybody is. Yeah, that is I still to this dead. day right. am unsure <laughs> at the end. I was like so. Is it an allegory for purgatory? Right. Is it, <laughs> was someone in on this crazy scheme from the beginning and then manufactured this whole thing to some end? But then that doesn't explain that weird shit. <laughs> what was the little, what was the whirlwind thing that just went away and no one explained? It was, it lost was just like, I feel like people just got in the room off their meds and just wrote each episode didn't care if they gelled together or not they're like yeah let's do it like have you ever seen key and peel and they they're reverse engineering how they think gremlins like two was made or some shit like that i feel like that's how lost went (laughs) like oh you like whirlwinds great you want a really bombastic like african looking guy let's throw that in there oh do you want it's it's a crazy clusterfuck of events that sometimes you feel like you're having an aha moment and then they double back and screw you. And you're like, that, that can't work because this doesn't work. So there's so many plot holes and loss, mm-hmm. but that's all also the brand of the show. Right. It's like plot hole, plot hole, plot hole. To the point where you're like, oh, this show is just plot holes. And it's just like, have fun trying to figure them out. That's, Man, the whole that's why I like um, on YouTube, Cinema Sins. I don't know if y'all watch that or not. But yes. Cinema Sins is so great. It's like the dude just pretty much breaks down all of these movies and he breaks down all the plot holes. And it's just, yo, when I tell you it's comedy, especially when you inebriate it, it's just like hilarious. You know what I'm saying? He got like, he literally has a counter in the top right hand corner of the screen, just counting every sin. But it's like every sin of the movie is like a joke. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's it's a great show to watch. I um, like that one. And there's another one. I think it's called Pitch something, Pitch Movie or. Pitch, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that joint too, man. Yeah. So did you see how he demolished? 300 mm-hmm. <laughs> and made you rethink about 300 like wait wait <laughs> like yeah he was like so he was like so the differently abled guy came to him ready to fight for the cause he's like yeah and he rejects him based on his disability mm-hmm. he's like i'm sure that went well <laughs> i was like oh <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly what happened hey i'm not like you guys but i am down for this and i will fight with you Sorry, sorry, Lashawn. He was like, "Yo, we should have murdered you when you was a baby." <laughs> I was like, "God!" <laughs> His whole vibe towards him was like, throwing, throwing babies off the sides of cliffs." <laughs> Had he not made that mistake, 
But so, so really the moral of the story was like, don't treat differently abled people diff- like <laughs> fucked up. Like that's the actual moral of the story. Like, sorry, little man, is that a hunchback? Yo, get away from us. Like, yeah. Batman. It's funny because so, I saw that movie earlier this week and still I'm like, damn it, y'all. Like, let the man fight for y'all. He wouldn't fight for y'all. It don't matter if he died. Let the man fight for y'all. But nah. You had the to early just let him... 2000s me didn't watch it through that lens. Till okay. I saw oh, so you were just a savage in the early 2000s. It's like, yeah, get that disabled motherfucker. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I like didn't you. think of it that way. I was like, oh, good point. He can't hold the shield correctly. Maybe uh-huh. not. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And that's very toxic. Like, why couldn't he have been given another role? Like, the way we treat differently able people is not okay. Could have um, been an archer or something. You know what I'm exactly saying? Exactly. Like, a lookout. Like, you could just right. A scout listen. or something. But a because ranger. you stunned that man in front of everybody, now he the op. Now he only didn't fuck with you no more. So, <laughs> could have had a friend. It worked out friend. for him, though, because remember, he went to, uh, was it Xerxes? Yeah. And Xerxes gave him, like, eight chicks. Like, he, like, yes. completely had an orgy, yes. like, that night. So, he was, he, yes. he he was good. Or he just fixes his pain. It worked out for him. This is scoliosis. He was sitting up straight after that. But anyway, yo, I kind of feel like that about uh, what's the name of that show? Uh, the Blacklist. I don't know if you watched the Blacklist. Bro, oh man, I haven't yeah. Seen that. It had yeah. so much potential, and you know all the questions on whether Raymond Redditon is the girl's father. Well, give her give her the premise of the show. Yeah, the premise is it's a dope premise. Okay, so this is the premise. There is this like super villain level bad guy in the real world, and when I say like he's pretty much the, the real life version of Kingpin. So he's a, a underworld guy, but he knows all the bad guys. He knows where all the bodies are laid. So long story short, his long lost daughter works for the FBI. So he turns himself in, and he's That's like, "Karma works." Right. He turns himself in, saying, like, "Look, I just want to keep my daughter safe. I know a threat is coming to her. In exchange for y'all, you know, not arresting me and letting me be close to her to keep her safe, I will give you dirt on all of these." you know, criminals or whatever like that. Snitching so the, the, to the highest no, level. Pretty much. He was snitching. But it's like <laughs> they, it was a new mystery like every five episodes. And I feel like they really had an opportunity to make, that show should have ended after like season three. Yeah, but I think bro. it's one of those things where it'd be so popular that money starts getting involved, more money for the show. So the writer's like, all right, yeah. we got another two seasons. Let's I'm uh, throw I'm some afraid. stuff on the wall. See what sticks. I'm you know? afraid of what could happen for the second season of Squid Games for that very reason. Because the first one was like such a labor of love. And even though the director was like, I don't know if I'm gonna do it again because it, it took a lot out of me. I didn't have a lot of help even like getting it optioned or whatever. Now that it got that it's gotten so much, you know, like he was popular. I'm just like, I hope they don't, I hope we don't like Americanize it too hard. You know, I just hope it doesn't get like Western. Like, I hope it doesn't get completely washed. I hope that whatever you don't want to colonize. Back again, this is brutal. Let the record show that she said Squid Games too. She put the S on it. In. I see you, my sister. That was the ancestors within you coming out. Oh, did I do that? It seemed like it should be Squid Game. Games. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, it like I, I need. To, I, I can't help it. You know, I also use the continuous B. Like, I'm very much African-American vernacular English ass bitch. Um, but I'm in my company. I'm in my company with my, with my black men. Yes. My melanated black and the better. Oh. Wait, you said, okay, you said a continuous B. What's that? I don't know what that is. 
Oh, so this is fun. So I cannot source this correctly. I cannot cite it. I just was listening to a radio program. And so it was, I'm an English major in college. So I always listen to these language things. And tell. so Black children understand the continuous B. And the way that a teacher uh, taught, uh, figured this out was she queried a class full of different ethnicities about a film clip that she showed where I think it was Elmo was eating, getting, getting a cookie. And then Cookie Monster was eating cookies. And so Elmo like gets a cookie from Cookie Monster. And so then the teacher asked the, the class, uh, who be eating the cookies or whatever. And so they, all the white kids were just like, well, Elmo was clearly eating the cookies. And so the black kids were just like, Elmo ate a cookie, but Cookie Monster be eating cookies. So the continuous B is, this is a state of a thing. And so it's a, it's a part of African-American vernacular English. Like we use B in a different way. Like that nigga, man, that nigga be tripping. That means he's consistently off kilter. <laughs> like we know what it means. Like right. not is tripping, not about to trip. He be tripping He's in a constant mm -hmm. state of tripping. So the continuous B. Yeah. Like, man, she be lying on me, fam. Don't believe a dog. She be lying. Be lying. On me, Keep lying. Ben lying will likely continue to lie. Right. Yo, shout out <laughs> to you for having a bit vocabulary. It's it. Look, I I didn't know you was an English major, but it doesn't surprise me because you said you already used two big words that I appreciate. Glad I have a bit vocabulary myself. You said bombastic earlier, and you had said something else. There's another word. It's like oh, nihilistic. Neil, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, educate. Yeah. Hold on. Let me, let me give you your, let me give you your flowers right now. <laughs> a big old vocabulary. What does nihilism mean? Because I forgot. It, oh, my God. So as there's a philosophical study and that has a separate sort of meaning that I won't get into. But it's almost like um, kind of like a self-destructive attitude is the best I can explain. Like a devil may care. Burn it all. Like it, we don't care how this ends because it's all kind of going to end anyway kind of way and youth tend to be that way like rebel youth tend to be nihilistic okay. that's okay. the simplest way learning. i can I hope we're I learning on this show yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. kind of like a it kind of bring me back to what alfred said to on batman like um some men just want to watch the world burn that would be like yeah. an example of a, a nihilistic ideal of the world right yeah, but so nihilism is more like it's gonna burn, so whoop de doo, whatever. Okay. I think that's more almost like anarchist in a way. Like if you want that's to it. burn it, that's if you it. want okay. to act, if you want to burn it, and you want to see it burn, I think that that I think that toes the line between being an anarchist. Like I used to always be on the ground at these like you know picketing and strike the power and you know all these black lives matter things and you would have anarchists just come through like yeah f this world anyway and like just and, the, and, and the, of course listen like i'm Let's a people protesting. protesting like yes i want more oversight and i want better policing and i want us to have equal protection under the law and the anarchists is like Fuck this shit coming through and like face masks and of course right like the, the police cameras are just like hmm right or come crazy anarchist person wearing a purge mask let's go talk to crazy anarchist person wearing a purge mask be, and i'm like great. great yo that's how that's how owl man is remember that dc movie you know it's from the comic books but the, the watchman the justice no 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 no, no. owl man 
the Batman. Okay, so the Justice League end up going to like an alternate okay. universe and they gotcha. fight their evil counterparts. Right. So the evil Batman, I want to say it was Owlman. Pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I got you now. I got you now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So dude, dude would be a nihilist because he was just like he was going to just blow up the world. And because he didn't care, he was an evil version of Batman. He was gonna blow up the world just because he was just like, you know what? It don't matter. None of this, none of this matters. Like nihilism. Yo, we learn it, bro. I know, this is, man. I I'm crazy. just hearing you say this. I'm surprised I've never seen this alt universe. I think the last DC alt universe I I read was like um evil Batman, good Joker, with a universe where Joker the white Joker. Yeah, um, like that was the nice last metal. alt universe thing I read on the DC side. Which oh, is a man. good arc to read, by the way. Yeah. It also makes you like Batman even less. I'm not a huge fan of Batman, but if you read this, it's like, why isn't that's he considered an actual like, yeah, terrorist? Bro. Like, what, are you, what are you doing, man? No, like, look, even though Batman do be breaking, breaking brothers' necks because they sold a, a O, you know what I'm saying? Just like one O. Just, ah, you got to have a guy. He'll tell you live, but he's going to be in a wheelchair for the rest of his life. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you the scene that made me hate the new, the newer reimaginings of Batman the most. Okay. So you mean to tell me these people been down in this hole? They've been down in this hole for years. They didn't try everybody to get out this hole, but you come down there, Mr. Colonial White Man with wealth, with your back broken the fuck up, and you can still get out this hole better than anybody who could get out this hole. You're the only one motivated to get out. Like shit like that. Like <laughs> shit like that bothers me. Like you're the only magical, magical Caucasian who can hop around. Like, oh, I need my white privilege to activate. Oh, like you just hit some money. You're just going like, you know, you go st- stack your money up to the top of the hole and climb it and climb out the hole. Like I was, I be offended. Like they try to make it like a montage and make it seem like he had a rough time. But right. like y'all need to make it a longer montage. These people been in this hole for years, bro. I'm trying to figure. This shit out and it's like insulting That's and they hilarious. do that in a lot of movies they do that in a lot of movies i don't know your martial arts style but me a hog a media a mediocre <laughs> white man is about to kick your ass <laughs> in your martial arts style square up motherfucker and it's just like i'll be watching it like okay <laughs> Okay, it would say that's Batman my energy I brought hater. to Cobra Kai the whole th- and I watched it and I like Cobra Kai, but the whole time I'm like, so we oh, just yeah, act, man, that is just gonna act like these are not two guy old guys with bad knees out here, really like working these kids, <laughs> working each other out, working these kids out. Um, and they're just not gonna include that's why they they and they got trolled for that, which is why they did like a whole thing where he went back to the country and yeah, because they had to because Twitter was like. Are we not going to talk about this? Are we not? We're just going to just leave this elephant in the room. People was on a poll. I still like, love this Let show, me though. tell you why Cobra Kai is problematic. Okay. I'm it's not that person, by the way. I'm not. I, nah. I ain't got the time. People pay okay. me to write. I don't argue with people on the internet. I just sort of look at stuff like, this is interesting. This is interesting. <laughs> you stupid. This is interesting. This is interesting. Interesting. going to hop your ass about that whole... <laughs> Yo, it would say, listen, it would take a hater of Batman to come with that. Say, I look the whole I've seen that movie like 10 times, and that's you're saying that it's the first time I'm actually thinking about like, damn, how come nobody else is no other people was trying to get out, but he was the only one to successfully do it, you know. But then again, he's Batman though. You know what I'm saying? So So what is Batman? Batman is how did what did kick ass say so poignantly? 
and I believe it was Kick-Ass 2, it might have been Kick-Ass 1, and he was like trying to train, and niggas kept working him out, the, the yeah. villain in Kick-Ass, and he was like, what am I doing? My superpower is that I'm fucking rich. And he like got out of the ring. And he was like, why am I trying to learn? That's how I feel about that. He's just like, what do I, what do I need? And then you got to understand, like, Batman has all of these resources to help. Like, you have someone in your ear running um, running tactical for you. Mm -hmm. Alfred, I need this right now. Like, anybody would excel like that. Like, if, think about it, if you were just like, even if you were trying to, like, go holler at a chick in the club you're like alfred send me her, her send me her social media <laughs> interest right now like as you're walking over to alfred like she attended howard university for several years and then she went on and then like you would be well equipped for any situation oh, yeah. if you had Al alfred is the true hero of the batman story mm. i'm sorry mm. it's, a team. Shit. it's a team it's teamwork though it's teamwork let me tell you I love Batman though. Well, okay, it's the reason that everybody loved Batman, especially when you was a kid. Because he's the one, <clears throat> excuse me, he's the one dude who was like, okay, maybe I could do this. Like if I learn martial arts and I become a billionaire, <laughs> maybe I could do it. You know what I'm saying? It, it's so that, probably not. Those are those are the two kind of it's kind of relatable. You know who else thought they, they could change the world for the better based on the um unique powers that they had? Like Yagami, and that turned out great, didn't it? Oh, you, <laughs> oh look, I have this power is that, a, is that, that I can use, joke? and the cops—they're just incompetent. He like, hasn't just, seen Death Note yet. That's <laughs> another one I told you to watch. Villain of all, do you, don't you know who I'm talk, talking about in Death Note? Mm -hmm. Literally the darkest villain of all, with the same mindset as Batman, like fucking police incompetent son of a bitch. I can clean up these streets by myself. Like Yagami was the same. He was just like, stupid cops, you don't even know. Like he's like just wiping with no trial, mm -hmm. no nothing, just wiping niggas. Only thing I will say for Batman, at least he like tied a little rope around them and like left them for the cops or whatever. Like, like nah, I ain't got the time. I'm sending you straight to the Lord. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hope you believe in reincarnation, bitch. I'm sending you straight to the Lord. Right too much name Yeah. I love it. But I think that so what's problematic for Bat about Batman is the same thing that's problematic about any villain who views himself hyper good, right? If anyone who has or who thinks they have a high propensity for good naturally ends up in a space where they do evil because they're so tunnel visioned in their opinion of what's right, they have no gray area and it, and it inevitably every time makes them fucking evil every single time when they're just like i know what's best i bring justice right. out this bitch and then and then some child is like but you killed my daddy and he was just like awaiting trial like <laughs> beat his ass and he's in a wheelchair now because he really like roughed him up bad <laughs> and he's like well i put him in the wheelchair for the <laughs> for the greater good of gotham <laughs> 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 but you know the irony of it is that Batman wasn't designed to be that Christ-like narrow-minded figure. Superman was supposed to be the whole Christ-like figure. That was mm. he was like designed as an American symbol for like, you know, communist face puncher. <laughs> you read, read like old mm. Superman stuff. Like if you go back to what comic books were for at their inception, it's a lot of like propaganda tool stuff. And Superman was one of the biggest ones, like his whole, like all throughout the like 60s, like, nope, just punching communists. <laughs> what makes him bad? I'll tell you what makes him bad. His commie face. <laughs> Bow, like, 
with those big words for sound effects. <laughs> yeah. Pow, bap, boom. It was really off the chain. The six Onomatopoeia. Wild time, man. Onomatopoeia. You know. That's what made Batman. I know words. I love that Onomatopoeia sounds like exactly what it is. A bunch of just like nonsense. That's why I always remember, <laughs> remember what it is. Sounds just like what it is. But G, what else we got, bro? All right, um, we're going to talk about K Dot, Mr. Kendrick Lamar, come up to the stage. He's uh, supposedly King. making a movie with the creators of South Park. Now, just just hear me out on the actual synopsis of the movie, right? So here it goes: the past and present come to a head when a young black man who was interning as a slave reenactor at the Living History Museum discovers that his white girlfriend's ancestors once owed his. Right. It's, 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 yeah, a lot, <laughs> a lot going on there. A lot going on there. Okay. I'm sorry. So someone, this is what's crazy about the internet. I think I saw a meme about this, but and I never actually followed it up. And I was like, why are they trolling, trolling uh, K-Dot right now? But I didn't like look into it. Mm-hmm. I wish that I had, my shock would be less in this moment. And I just <laughs> simply... <laughs> research the origin of the meme but now to hear it you're giving my initial shock value so i'll say what i'm thinking which is what <laughs> and uh what? apparently a lot of people is, you know they out there you know throwing throwing shade at kid i like yo how how can you this sounds so so you know ignorant i but... feel like he's being blackmailed and someone needs to check on him <laughs> <Like> he's... <laughs> he woke you know, up he's... His... Kendrick is a little fella a you know what i'm saying he's a little dude like you know they might have him hemmed up somewhere you know what i'm saying someone, somebody someone called top dog to summer, to summer jam him clearly someone threatened to summer jam him they did they got pictures because they got pictures you don't want this you don't want to get out. nah and i'm trying to think about could this be a grant nope <laughs> a ground break no you don't think so? Hit it, push the envelope, and perhaps become no. Mm, okay. <laughs> no. Now I got to push back because this is just a synopsis. Maybe the movie would be written a bit more detail on how it could be funny. Because have you, you know, seen Team America? Yes. America. Made by the makers of South Park. Fuck yeah. Do you think that they that the makers of that film are <sighs> capable of bringing us an artistically done? <sighs> Body of work employing a rapper with no acting experience, writing experience. Oh no, wait, he was on power. Get look, give give him his due. He was on power. Nigga, his, I was almost on power. Was he wasn't on power. Good. I'm just kidding. No, I wasn't yeah. on power. But I'm just saying, like everybody got a check for power. Everybody was like, it's been a little my, my pockets was a little light, 50. Can I get well, let me get on power real quick? But <laughs> no, his part, quick. his part was really good. He played like a halfway crazy dude, and he Pull that shit off. You definitely pull that shit off. Pull it off. To answer With your this question. Though, this is okay. This is my thing, real quick. Uh-huh. This is my thing. I think it's number one, it's a comedy. And I don't, this is what I don't like. I don't like how people like the news of this, the synopsis of it, uh, the, the supposed synopsis of it, it's only been out like a day. Like it just dropped. And already on my Twitter feed, on my Instagram feed. Oh my God, I can't believe this. We don't need this. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, can you like actually see a trailer for the movie first? Or can you get like a, you, a clear you, detailed you know synopsis it's beforehand? Not the synopsis. You... 
form and on it's the page. Not, it's not the makers of the dividers he's working with. It's who he has positioned himself and his brand. Uh-huh. So that's what makes this news jarring. If Jordan... If Peel had said that he was going to do this project, I'd have been like, oh, this is going to slap. Okay. If even like you. one of the weigh-ins had said they were going to do this project, I would be like, oh, I could imagine what it's going to be like. But I think what's so jarring is like the guy who wrote to Pimp a Butterfly mm. and now we're here, right? <laughs> and even as like, and just the fear, I think the fear for KDOT fans is like you've positioned yourself as someone substantive, substantive mm. and Trey and Matt Parker are like, that's what they're known for ripping at substantive things for fun. And we just, I think it's more like a fear. Like we're, we're hoping they get it right, mm-hmm. that it's not the worst thing for his career. Like I'm fearful, like what it could do to his career. It's just, it's just more like, it's who it is, right? Not the what it is. Like I said, ah, if it was with anyone else, but because it's him, you're just like, you know, that's how I feel about it. Listen, I think the movie could come out and it could just be like only vaguely funny. And I don't think that it impacts K-Dot career. Like a, this dude, he's so his music is so good. And I think his his following is so loyal. Like it would take a whole he has a lot of equity. Like I feel like the way about him, the same way I feel about Marvel. Oh, yeah, Marvel has done so much good that they've earned a lot of equity with me as far as like I remember when um Vision of Charlotte, Charlotte Witch, Vision and Scarlet Witch, that show came out, WandaVision, and the first two episodes was a straight 50 sitcom. And I was just like, Yeah, okay. The That's first one of the episode shows I had to cool. push through with. I had to push okay. through. But yeah, you gotta you gotta push through it. And all yeah. the reason I, I pushed through it is because of the all the equity that Marvel had built up. So I think it'll be the same thing with Kendrick. I pushed through for the memes and I wanted to see my nigga Vision. So I got his watch <laughs> with the waves. I just go back yeah. with the drag, you know. What I'm neck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> with the little chain. I had to push through to see my nigga Vision. <laughs> That's like the funniest meme of last year. But um, but yeah, I think I think it's gonna be straight. I, I'm just talking about really the people who was like, oh no, because it sounds so wild. Like they feel mm-hmm. like he's playing a slave reenactor in in the movie. But you know what though? Let that me just take a wild. step back and you know you're gonna you're gonna get to know that I like to play devil's advocate. Do I really know anything about Kata? I don't know what his sense of humor is. I literally saw this exactly. man troll us with these terrible dances, all for Baby King's album. Like this ridiculous, <laughs> over the top. So we don't. Do we really know his sense of? He could have been you, a comedic guy this whole time. Yeah. So based on top of the morning, top of the morning, top of the morning, like that shit that's slap, the man. Okay, what you say? <laughs> it's so bad, it's good. <laughs> and that, I give it to him. Yeah, that could be this film coming. We're, we're gonna see. We're we're gonna. Yeah. We're gonna Do we know when it's supposed to come out, man. G? Nah, man. This is just the early phases of us knowing about this. What if it doesn't this. come out because of all this? <laughs> hey, look, we'll just forget about all this. <laughs> right. Right. Forget that we even had this conversation. <laughs> because what 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 she was saying? I mean, you're right. We don't know if if Kendrick is you know really a funny guy. You know, we don't because we haven't got like you know. Maybe him making an appearance on SNL, being funny. So it's kind of yeah. like he's doing comedy now, but he's such a, a dope ass rapper. You know, he's a Mark Twain, you know, prize winner. It's like, can he really put us off? It's like, hey man, if the if the kid has voices in his head, which he presents in his music, I'm sure there's probably a bit of him that's like, you know what, I want to give movie making a chance. So it, it might be all right. It might be 
a my, dumpster my truck full of shit. Fear, but we'll see. My biggest fear is him conganging me. And what I mean by that is like I grew up on like find me a slave spaceship and fly. Like I grew up on that kind of and then like and then he pulled a whole Ben Carson on me. Um, and I know that's like an analogy within an analogy. He pulled a whole Ben Carson on me, and I was like, wait, what? And then <laughs> he became did. like, you know, like a 180 <laughs> from what I grew up on, like from mm. the whole, you know, graduation yeah. and shit like that. So I'm just like, like, please don't Kanye me, Kendrick. Like, oh I'm a fan God. of both I, you guys. I'm still a fan of Kanye. I had never but, like, even considered that as a possibility. It. Thank you right. for now. Now my anxiety is okay. Thank, thanks a lot. <laughs> you saw I how rapid this <laughs> You saw how rapid the one I was not was. even in that headspace. Mm. Now I got a, now I got a legit figure. He's um, like my favorite artist out, man. Can we go um, take a a quick minute discuss Kanye for a hot second? Cool. Everything he's doing is clout chasing. Am I right? From the the pictures with his new girlfriend and him, you know, allegedly punching somebody. I'm like, bro, are you clout chasing or are you really having a breakdown over over your you're suing well, the ex-wife. Be both? <laughs> yeah, I think it's true. True. It could be true. I think he legit. Um, had, I think he's legit bipolar. Like, you know what's real, surprising um, to me? What? And maybe it's just because he's so out. He's like a sort of a brazen person about not giving a damn about what others think of him, and not and sort of having this armor when it comes to getting over things and being you know so sure of himself mm. i'm surprised he's taking it so hard because everyone on the outside mm. is like oh this was an inevitability <laughs> like did you not right, like right. i thought he was just this is gonna sound really terrible just like i, I thought it was some pre-arranged like we're gonna do about eight years of this. like i thought surely these two business people had some type of pre-arranged and kim was like it was, time's up what are you doing mm. and now he's just like oh you're leaving. wow that was a spot on kim Kardashian um, <laughs> impression <laughs> that was that was actually spot on like what have you been rehearsing that like Oh, I troll Kim all the time. She's one of my favorite. Uh, she's still one of my favorite people, which is very problematic for me to say, but I like her because she talked about um, the um, Armenian genocide and a lot of people who've been given her platform don't because we have a base there. It's very like a, it's a very tense topic for someone in the spotlight here who is of Armenian descent to talk about that. And she did speak about it very briefly, but I'm like, okay, I see you, I see you. Even in her own very bimbo-fied way, um, she she does a little something. It doesn't excuse her <laughs> constant appropriation, um, but you know, not no one can, no one's perfect, it's fine. But yeah, Kanye, I don't know what the pictures are about. I just, it was a girl laying on a table. It looked like some type of, like goth aesthetic <laughs> like i think he just likes to keep the wheel turning and also when, when we're hurting sometimes that's when we're our most outspoken and crazy acting because you want to show your ex i'm fine but really you you don't get that it looks like a, a meltdown to others you're just like i'm fine i'm out here i don't care about you girl i'm doing i'm doing cult shit with my new girlfriend you know like just it's super weird but bohemian you know. grove type stuff you know what i'm saying illuminati and all of that but now I'm desensitized to it because he's been so weird for so many years. I'm right. like, oh, Kanye. Like, I literally like scrolled mm -hmm. by like, oh, a bitch on a table. What's weird? <laughs> I think, listen, man, I, I really hope K-Dot doesn't go this route. Kanye, I have a complicated relationship with Kanye. Let's say it's like I know him for real. I don't know him for real. But it's like, 
like you, I grew up on the, you know, you know, the late registration Kanye and all of that. And when he get on, he leave your ass for a white girl. I'm like, oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? We need to like really make sure we uplifting our sisters. This nigga then goes and marries a white woman. I think everything changed when his mom passed. Now, aside from all the problematic stuff that he said, I think dude is a genius though. I really think he's a genius. And I think one of the issues is like he's a legit billionaire now. So when you a person, you already a self-admitted a-hole, you already outspoken and all of this type of stuff. And then on top of that, now you're a billionaire. It's like, can't nobody tell you nothing. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, can't if I was like one nothing. of those people to be in his circle, I wouldn't hang around somebody like that. But as somebody just on the outside looking in, I just appreciate the genius, man. Like, dude, dude is a, he's a genius. He's a genius in music. He's a genius. It's like if you listen to him in an interview, it's a lot of rambling. But, like, he actually says some deep stuff, too. I agree with that, but I also feel like that's where we fail our people in the spotlight as a society. Like watch, we watch people burn up in the spotlight and we knowing that they need mental health intervention. Like we watched it with a lot of white stars. We watch it with a lot of these young kids making music about being depressed and making emo rap, which is a genre, it's an aesthetic, but also they're killing themselves with drugs. So we're like, we're, 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 we watch our our kings and queens burn up in the spotlight like and the signs are always there so i just hope that if he does have an issue that he needs to iron out that he sticks to his plan of care like on some serious shit because like people be off of themselves and you'd be thinking a billion dollars doesn't matter it's inside your own head you're just unhappy and off kilter and like and imagine making a billion dollars and not being happy isn't that even more depressing because you think on your way to this like exorbitant amount of money, you're gonna. Gee, are you okay? Like, My bad, to cut yeah. you. I'm good. Oh, Marianne. So I say that to say that, and sometimes like we're watching these stars make it in real time and then when they get to the top you're like man they just made it and they od or they did this crazy thing or they had a meltdown yeah. it's because i can't think of anything more depressing than leave putting your mental illness like off to the side your mental wellness rather and then making all this money only to discover that oh yeah i'm still depressed <laughs> like yeah. all the things yeah. propping me up like my 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 wife who was voted most beautiful on earth at one point, I think she was voted like one of the most beautiful women yeah. on earth, is now leaving me. So all of these things I used to prop myself up, my money, my art, mm. all of those things. If one of them topples, you slip and you like, oh yeah, I'm actually just fucking depressed. So mm. yeah. I think the broken problem happy, is, <laughs> yeah. It... I don't okay. condone, I still don't condone brokenness though. You say what? <laughs> All our listeners, I'm not condoning brokenness. Oh, yeah, no, we don't. We definitely don't condone brokenness on this show. Yeah. Either. We don't. No, that's just. Gotta uh, find a balance. Like, get that away from me. <laughs> like, what do you say? Like, we don't, we don't condone that shit at all. We manifest think, money. Yo, I think if his mom was still here, he would be a lot better off because I think his mom was his anchor. And I think when you've had the success that he's had and you're as talented as him, it's like now. On, he, he talked about on Drake Channel. This is a great interview. Um, shout out to Nori. Um, he was That's like, a great he, was, show. he was in a, yes, like just get people drunk 
And then like talk, we talk man. about real Bruh, stuff in the midst of playing. Mm. Genius idea. But he was like, he's in a, a group chat with like Jay-Z, Beyonce, Drake, and like somebody else. And he was like, he didn't like where the conversation was going. And at some point he was just like, I worth more than all y'all in this conversation put together and like left the chat. And I was just like, damn, this nigga right though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like, I think his mom being here really anchored him. Cause it's like now with his success and his money, his, I don't, he doesn't have to listen to anybody. You know what I'm saying? So it's just yes, like, he does. He just kind of listen to the IRS. <laughs> True. Yeah, you, you, gotta pay, you gotta pay your taxes. Please pay your taxes. But it's just like, he, I'm pretty sure he just got yes men around him. You know what I'm saying? I don't think it's nobody there like, nigga, yeah. don't say that. You know what I'm saying? Behind closed doors to be like, don't do this, nigga. Like, what are, what are you talking about? Like, you know, everybody what? works for him. We're making an assumption, and it's likely a correct assumption, based on what he says about his mother, like God rest her soul. Um, she was his anchor and his guiding light, and he sort of was like a spinning top and is arguably a spinning top without her. But sometimes it'd be your own family. <laughs> it'd be, it'd be, mm. for, some, for some artists, maybe not him, their their own mothers will definitely be like, oh no, you know, you can't take six months off and go to a counseling center or go on a retreat because you've got to make this money because you pay my mortgage uh, and you your constant labor pays my mortgage. So hmm. so sometimes it'd be your own family. Yeah. I'm glad that even for a little while he had her just to catapult him or right. like, you know, be some type of solace when he was just stepping out into the spotlight. And then he, he did, I guess, lose her at a very pivotal point. But I think that like anyone losing a parent at any point can just sort of change them. And you never know if it's gonna be for the better or worse. Like, it's just like, I heard someone say once that there's only really two types of people in this world, people who have their parents and people who don't. Um, and I mean, it, I don't think it was necessarily speaking to people who were orphaned young. It's more so talking about that rite of passage that most people in their 30s to 40s go through, because that's typically when you start to lose your parents. And then you're just like, oh, shit, like <laughs> this anchor, this person who I could always call and say, hey, I need help with this. I'm just I don't know what I'm doing. And they would just give you a few re reassuring words that was snatched away from him at a time where suddenly everybody had their hand out. And he was probably arguably most vulnerable. So I hold space for Kanye in that regard. And just when I'm but just when I'm trying to hold space for him, he always does some ass. He always says so. every time and I'm just every, like every so. time. Every damn time. He just <laughs> I am a god. <laughs> it's like the coonery seeps out, and you're just like, come on, man. Right. Oh my god. He's off his meds. Like he's definitely off off his meds, man. This is Ben Carson all over again. Mm -hmm. Like imagine growing up thinking that Ben Carson was like, oh yeah, Ben Carson's up with people, black neurosurgeon, and then find out he's like a conservative Republican, like I don't f with you hood niggas right. type of person. Ugh, like, darkies, no. get out of here, darkies. Uh, no. like, like damn, dude, really? And then you realize, oh, it was his mother who was the hero. His mother, Sonia Carson, was the actual hero. So I need to give black women their flowers while they're alive. <laughs> like. Tell you who, who what black woman I'm not giving flowers to, Ben Carson's wife. Have you heard her say? No. Oh, I remember no. that too, man. I remember horrible. That, man. Yeah, horrible. I remember that. I feel like listen, if you got a friend that loves to sing and wants to sing out in public and be like a saint, and they have no concept of what tone deaf means and no, they just bad. I feel like you gotta tell them. 
I think you gotta be like, you know what? How about you get some less? Listen, I I went on YouTube, right? And I got, you know, a couple of videos I think you should watch. Because you know what? People, like I used to sing in a church choir in my old church, right? Like some people just don't know that they sound horrible. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not like the best singer, but -hmm. I can definitely carry a tune. You know what I'm saying? I'm kind of like for real. I can mimic things. I can mimic others singing. Like I Mm -hmm. do impressions, but I can't sing myself. It's a very weird thing. I can mimic all of these singers, but I can't. I don't don't actually. So it's it's like if you... Like how I've been like, yo, how do you not hear yourself? It's been a couple of times I had to go to the like the little audio booth and tell the dude that was working the audio, like, look, when we start singing, cut her microphone off. Just cut her microphone off. But you know, she's horrible. But we're not gonna kick you out the church choir though. You're trying to sing to the Lord. You're trying to lift up your voice, but you you sound horrible. Like, no, like how do you not know at all? I'm going to tell you how it happens, and y'all not going to want to hear this, but this is how it happens. As someone who was on the DMV music scene and witnessed many a singer come in to sing a hook on these rapper songs, I'm like, here we go. As soon as she comes in and I just, like, my stripper radar goes off, I'm like, here, (laughs) this is going to be an interesting session. And I was like, stop (laughs) telling these girls that they can sing just because you want to smash. Like there's a zillion other ways to smash. Now you're burning hundreds of dollars per hour. She's never played an instrument. She has no like grasp of musical theory of where the notes should go next. And we, and then everyone there who like has somewhere to be has some to be subjected to this like rando. And then she's like there like in a bikini, whatever. <laughs> Wait, hold on, wait, wait. We gotta rewind that. Rewind. Yeah, yeah, tell yeah, us gotta, this whole story. Gotta, you don't gotta tell us. Okay, so once upon a time, um, not long ago, people were pajamas and live life slow. Back in uh DC days, I dabbled on the alternative rap side. I made a lot of weird music. You and I would go to these sessions, maybe. I would you go to these yeah, sessions, right? And we're not doing that. I would go to these sessions and guys would sometimes bring these girls through and it would just be so bad. And I've been on both sides of it. Like sometimes I would have a part. I'm like, I think I can swing it. And then after hearing the playback, I'm like, that is flat as hell. But at least I know. I'm like, yo, that was flat. Just cut it out. I'll, I'll get the one on the hook or whatever. But then you have guys will bring girls through and I'm like, this is excruciating. You didn't bet this girl at all. You just brought her to the studio and now we're here. We're over time, and it's literally eight bars of just cats. It sounds like someone put cats in a garbage bag and beat them with a broom. That's what she sounds like. But because you like her belly button, I have to listen to this shit for fucking five hours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn, if you're trying to smash, just let her know you're trying to smash, bro. Like, don't, <laughs> don't hype her head. <laughs> don't hype her head up, bro. Like, don't do that. <laughs> I don't know which is worse, listening to guys stutter over the same verse over and over again or listening to bad singing. I think they're both bad in their own way. I, I shout out to my engineers. If you have engineer friends, please check on them. Please just, you know, <laughs> are you okay? Have you slept? Oh, yeah, I could never do have that. Have you eaten? I could, I could never do that. Like, it's, no. I respect it. I do, because it's a, um, it is an arduous job. Especially if you're working with, like, talent that is, like, legit trash. And like, okay, we here for five hours. And if you, 
if you was an actual halfway professional singer or halfway professional rapper, we probably could have wrapped up in a couple of hours. For real, like you didn't practice your verse at all before coming here, my guy. Like you're trying to do everything right. Like I've been in rooms like that too, and I'm just like, yo, what? Is, you know what this reminds me. There's a show. I don't know if you guys have seen it. It's by Kenny Beats, where he just he makes a beat on the spot. Yeah. And then you write a verse to it on the spot, yeah. allegedly, and that's supposed to be it. So, I and listen before I say this, I will let it be known that I have love in my heart for Lil Yachty. I have Lil Yachty in my in my eye tunes. I do, mm. but you have to watch the episode with Lil okay. Yachty. <laughs> Lil Yachty was the only episode that apparently like took two weeks to finish. <laughs> Damn. To finish filming, the, Damn. You, and you have to. It is so. It's so bad. He had like seventeen people with him for no reason. He like he kept rejecting every beat that Kenny Beats did. The first few times he was like, nah, he was nah. rejected. He was rejecting the beats, um, and that was a, a first that I had seen on the show. I'm like, this is getting to be interesting. Oh, boy, yeah, boy, yeah. Boy. But that's what yeah, it reminds me of. Like, wow. you gotta see this show if you're a hip hop head. He, is it on YouTube? he has like, hmm, it's it on, on YouTube? YouTube. Yeah. Yo, is that the same joint? It might be a different show, but I know it's a show where producers go and they gotta go to like a record store and they pick out like a bunch of records. And then actually, actually that sounds more lit what you're describing. Yeah, yeah, and then they they go home and then they you know they pick like three samples. three different yeah yeah yeah, right? yeah yeah that joint like uh, I seen Knife Wonder up there. Mm-hmm. Um, Mac Miller had one up there. Shout too. out the Knots Raw man. I don't think Knots was ever up there, but yo, he's a dope producer too. But it's like okay. I think I would I could sit through the bars because to me that would be just be funny to me because I actually write myself. So if I see yeah. you up there and your bars is like trash, I'ma just be laughing and on laughing on the inside. It's like bad singing. This is just torture for everybody. Like there's no entertainment value there. It's just like torture. Torture. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Uh, What's the name of the show right, again? I- I'm about to check it out. Just type Kenny in Beats. Kenny Beats show and it'll come Beats. up. I forget mm. the name of it. It might be called Kenny Beats Basement or something like that. Cool. A lot of them are good. I mean, he had uh, Freddie Gibbs on there was pretty good. He Turn had um, Vince Staples on there. His was pretty good. Okay. Of course, he had Rico Nasty because that's his, like, um, not protege, but they work together a lot. So that's, he had quite a few good people on there. And then... Also, Lil Yachty. That one I want to see. I want to see got, how. That's, yeah, that's the one yeah. I want to see just because it's because you know what it is? Kids <laughs> are just different now. Like rap stars is it's so cookie cutter now because it ain't okay. In the 90s, if you was going to get on with rap, either you had to be like a drug dealer and you got a bunch of drug money so you can just shoot your own videos, do your own thing, or you have to actually be dope and you have to win like open mics and you win regional contest and then like you win like a record deal and all of this you got to actually have, have bars it's like now record companies just like all right what kid that's 16 17 got a hundred thousand views on his, mm-hmm. his youtube video that's oh, that's what it is like, oh the kids like that he, he looks the part you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying he put guns in his video and he got a knot it's probably all ones but you can't see he hold it back from the camera just so it's well, like a bunch of money this was inevitable it's an inevitable shift from analog to digital and what it means to go from analog to digital, right? So yeah. what it meant back there was you were in love with a voice and a cadence and a flow mm-hmm. and a style of production. Now that everything's gone digital and thus visual, you're in love with 
oh, how does this kid have his hair? Yeah, what kind of necklace does he have on? It's more of like a, um, and because they're selling these 360 deals to these kids, mm-hmm. it's they want to they want to have like a window into every aspect of their life. So their social media has to be a certain way. So it's like back then our favorite rappers were all facially challenged. A lot, a lot of them. And we didn't <laughs> care because we barely saw them. Like, we don't care. We barely facially saw them. Challenged. These kids like they are under pressure like for so much exposure, like visually. So I think that um, that also killed a little bit of what it meant, means to be talented. Because if you factor in so much of what you look like, then you, you sort of like cancels a bit of the talent. Now women rappers, they've been going through this. They, it's always mattered a lot what they look like. But now I feel like kids are as, as a whole male and female are going through it like are is your hair correct what, what you got going on are you wearing the right clothes you have the right money on your arm put the money down your arm right <laughs> what these kids are doing i'm just like don't you fear you know jail <laughs> like listening to some apparently of these apparently not like, apparently they don't care about like, that Yo, where y'all ogs at bro like these kids just need guidance <laughs> you know what i'm saying like Insane. I oh, mean, yeah. but I don't, I don't poo-poo them because everyone, I mean, music can only, a generation of different experiences produces different music. It's different drugs, it's different, they grew yeah. up on different cadences than we grew up, therefore their cadences are different, meaning if you hear something made today, you know distinctly it's made by a 19-year-old kid versus someone 30 because their cadence is different. Someone who grew up on Jay-Z is is still like, oh, three versus 16 bars each, two hooks, eight bar. You know, like they mm-hmm. they grew up on that. So these kids are just like two bars here, two bars there. Right. I'm gonna giggle for four of these bars. <laughs> and then I might have a bitch, I might have a bitch sing something in the middle. I don't know, it's whatever. Like Cause I can't think of no no any more um bars. Let me just make random machine gun. Right. just in the middle and of that the... is why people hate Playboy so much. And I've been to with my friends. I'm in that same camp. Like, listen, I I saw him once in concert. We're getting so far away from geek stuff. Does it still count? It's oh, so good. I'll, I'll tie it back into some geek stuff real quick. <laughs> Shout out to King king jediah i believe his name is on instagram who does all the late latest rappers as okay. anime characters okay oh, that's dope. um i think you and you probably know who i'm talking about but if not i'll share it later anyway um so playboy cardi is not a lyricist he's a vibe it's mm. not you, if you go into him like go into his music listening for some type of whatever you're not gonna find it because that's not he admits that he's like it's not what i do he's like i so i saw him at broccoli fest was it broccoli fest or one of the fests and i was there to see two chains because 83 but <laughs> so i'm, I'm like standing there and i just see all these kids swarm the front and i'm like oh. like i'm thinking i'm in danger i'm like who's coming up next like why are all these kids like and they're ape shit just it's they poured in from every area of the festival grounds and i'm like okay who's coming up next and he just runs out on stage and i'm like oh this kid's a, he's, he's a rock star and mind you of the whole song there's probably like five words that i understood he was mm. like i'm gonna flip this bit me and something to click but the kids were going crazy. One kid tried to rush the stage, get thrown off stage by security. And I'm just like, it's not, it's not the lyrics, the lyrics. 
it's the production it is the energy and it's the vibe mm-hmm. so for some kids like that's enough they're so far removed from the lyricism we came up on they have no fucking idea what it is even if they hear it not to say that not some of the young heads don't have that lyricism but more so they're just like can i vibe to it like the stuff my son listens to he's 16 i don't it's not even on beat it's not even on beat yeah that's a, that's a sad part beat. about it too that's like that's like rap 101 like right you have any type of musical rhythm like at all like no. not at all not it's t- not on oh, <laughs> oh man Man. Some of these kids don't, don't even sound scared. confident when they rhyme. It's like they're still kind of like scared or like trying to like find their voice and they're off yeah. beat by like a second or two. Like, God, God, God damn it. Can- Gentlemen, All right. I me- invite you to listen to a song called Bacalit. It sounds like an anime. Changed. It's called Bacalit <laughs> because bloods don't say chocolate. So it's called Bacalit. And oh, I even have a, I even have a reel on my IG God, where I'm God. making fun of me listening to this song, trying to make sense of it. And I think what's infectious about it is the same thing that was infectious about Soldier Boy. No one was like, "Oh, Soldier Boy, the lyricist." We were like, "Oh, Soldier Boy, wow, this kid looks like he's having fun." And people were like, "What was the big deal with Soldier Boy?" I'm like, "It's because he looked like he was having." fun he was dancing he was smiling it was infectious and it was it was a departure from all the gun rap right like even though there was a little bit of gun play in there that's what the magic was behind mm. soldier boy um Drake. so yeah I just, <laughs> go listen to Bachelet. damn that's ridiculous it, it's funny too because like as a, a person who's consumed a lot of music right it's like you don't want to be that that old man, get off my lawn. I don't like it because it's yeah. new. But it's like, why not? Having that knowledge is like <laughs> you, you see it. It's like the music is is dumbed down. You know what I'm saying? It, it's it's not as complex. It doesn't take as much talent to do as it would have took 15 or 20 years ago. And that's you know, that's that's my only thing. Cause real talk, some of the, the newest stuff I like, you know what I'm saying? Like. You can just feel it. Like some certain music is just a vibe. And if it fits the vibe uh, for the night, like it's cool. But at the same time, I feel like the younger generation, not all of them, but a lot of them don't really care about music from before they were born. You know what I'm saying? Whereas like somebody like- We didn't, not really. I wasn't here in the 70s at all, you know, but I still love Marvin Gaye. I still love Al Green. Like I love that type type music on top of loving current stuff. I, I think, I think nothing changes. I think they they are engaged with the music before, either from the decade they were born in and too young to appreciate or the decade before in the same way we were. Meaning, I didn't know Al Green necessarily and Curtis Mayfield until someone sampled it. Then I went back and listened. So I'm seeing these kids discover 90s music that they were obviously too young to consume when they were born. And I'd say it's it's really it's I'm I'm so far removed from being a teen that it looks in, it looks like it moves differently, but it's actually the same. So that it's the same thing. They're sampling stuff the same way we were sampling stuff. They just when they present the music like the lyrics, it just sounds different because it kind of has to. And honestly, we, we we really want it to stay the same over decades. It's like no, even as it breaks down and it sounds different, I kind of want to see where it goes. Like when we get to a point where 
kids are just like making space sounds and like oh, <laughs> this is coming. You know it's coming, man. Like, I don't mind. I just feel like yo, it's and music is subjective. We know this, right? But I feel like a lot of these rappers that are on now couldn't rap their way out of they couldn't rap a gift, let alone rap 16. It's like the talent is left. It's not even just how they're doing it. Cause think about it like this. If Jay-Z were to put out a song, so let's say Jay-Z were to do a song with like, I don't know, Kanye or whatever. Now let's just do one of the younger guys. If Jay-Z were to do a song with like um J. Cole, he's not gonna sound like Jay-Z reasonable doubt. He's gonna sound like yeah. Jay-Z now. You know, you your style morphs too, but at the same time, you can see the talent that's there. And I feel like a lot of times now, because kids don't necessarily have to have that talent to pop now, it's more so, like we were talking about earlier, your whole aesthetic that could get you put on, or if you got like a, if you can dance really good, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, it's that. So they're just like, the talent just doesn't seem to be there um, as far as lyric, lyricism. Like it's, it's very, very watered down now. But you know, it is. I think I think that there's a shit ton of kids with a shit ton of talent with with talent that would rival a Lauren Hill or I can't say Kuji rap because he's so problematic. But you know what I mean. (laughs) I feel like we're never gonna hear them. You have to go dig them out and find them. And Mm. I'll give you a prime example. There's um there's a few people like like Sarak, who's a female MC now like. Well, no, I can't say her because she's in our age group. Who can I say that's super young? Um, what about Flo Millie? No. no. Um, let, me, let me see who I can find. Her name escapes me. She's a London artist mm. who is touring West Africa right now. She's from the UK. I found her on Colors. So this is a 90s baby spitting like some straight Lauren Hill, but they're not going to play it. So it's not that the kids aren't out there trying to reclaim some semblance of lyricism it's just that now the the industry runs like su- such a well-oiled machine and mm. makes money off you know perpetual like conveyance of violence and misogyny that even when these kids want to break through that way they tend not to because you know who wants to hear this over here when they can hear pretty bad second in your in your mouth like you know, all <laughs> Let's be the name of my new album it, coming out. <laughs> Suck it in your mouth. <laughs> coming in fall. I'm trying to find this girl. Oh yeah, the king presents Suck It in Your Mouth Volume One. It's it's like if you're looking on the mainstream mm. for lyricism, like you're looking at the very top of the pops top 40, you're probably not gonna find it at all. I have so many random, and that's a shame too because the uh, DSPs is what drives everybody's listening now. You know where, you know we have mixtapes right back in the day until I discover on tap talent, but now we have DSPs where it's like we got playlists, but it's only the NBA young boys and the and the Kodaks and you know going down that that tree right there. So it is harder to find actual talent on the SoundClouds or Apple Music because they don't really promote that. So it's like yeah. you, you hear shit from, you know, like the, 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 the hip-hop blogs or just word of mouth. Like it's even harder now to find good music than it was 20, 20 30 years ago. I feel like it's, there's no filter anymore. Think about okay. it. Take, did you find it? 
No, I just remember she did a song on the Venom soundtrack. So I'm gonna oh, look her look her up that way. I don't know. I'm so I'm such a geriatric millennial right now. Like my brain is like can't figure any name <laughs> of anything. It's my and weed. I'm just like, it's my why? Weed, it's my weed. It's my weed. You don't got you don't got to answer because I don't know if your job drug test or not. Anyway, yo, so it's like stuff is is so watered down now, and there's no filter about anything now. And I feel like 20 years ago. Like you were saying, G, if somebody was going to break through on a mixtape, you know what I'm saying? So it might be a mix. You know what mixtapes you get from the barbershop? It'd yeah. be like one mm-hmm. really popping guy, like say 50 Cent or something like that. And it, it'll be three or four songs from him that are unreleased. But then it'll be other guys that you've never heard of before. It's mm-hmm. like to be one of those guys to break through on like a popular mixtape, you had to be good. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it's yeah. like the way that it is now with there being no filter system with the filter out everybody that's trash or at least super garbage people. It's like anybody with a microphone can make a video right now with their phone and post it on YouTube. So it's like a, it's a lot more noise out there. You know yeah. what I'm saying? There's no natural filtering of like the garbage people no more. Everybody's doing it now. Everything is oversaturated. You know? It's like, so you know what's, what drives me crazy? As soon as I'm not looking for this, <laughs> it's going to be every, everywhere right. that I look, it's going to be every, every single place. <laughs> every single place. Well, while you're looking for that, uh, before we wind down from the show, you know, this is where we do our interview portion. <laughs> so we can't find it. It's all good. Just because I'm looking for it. It is an anime fist. That was a <laughs> So we want to know more about you. You know, we know that you're a writer. So let's 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 get some more information. Like, what made you want to? Well, we know that you're an English major, so you get a love for words. So, what inspired you to write your book? And what is the name of your book? Oh my God! Okay, so I have two books. I put out a volume of poetry early 2021 called "Woman and Sajud." And sujud is an Arabic word meaning like the, your lowest point of prostate prostration when you're praying, like when someone's head is making contact with the floor, that's sujud. And it was more like, um, that was kind of like, almost like a healing project. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, it's you. I was like, oh, technology, oh. <laughs> what happened? Oh. Um, oh. Geriatric. GB on it, and I wrote that it, it sold a few copies, but it felt like a weight had been lifted because my dad passed away in 2020, um, right in like kind of like the height of the pandemic, not from COVID. He had complications from cancer. And one of the last things he said to me was like, you, you know, we think we have all this time, like you need to put out, like if you're doing something and that's your crap, that's your art, you need to put it out because there's no guarantee you're even going to be here to put it out. So I will say that even though I was on a path already to put put my work out, that sort of like lit a fire under my ass. Before I had been just publishing little things here and there, maybe getting an anthology, put out articles, write on Medium, work on my blog. But I was like terrified to actually put out like a body of work. I felt like, you know, like almost like, oh, it's my baby. I'm going to push it out into the world and people could poo-poo it or not like it. And that just has not been my experience. It's been pretty positive. Um, and to the to the question of like, how do I know I was gonna write or wanted to be a writer? Um, because I like self-loathing, 
alcoholism, all the things that right? <laughs> rejection. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> You're like, is she, are you serious? Was that really? Oh, uh, a little. She seems um, so well adjusted. I didn't oh, know no, she was. Yeah. A, oh no, no, no. I, I therapy. Uh, no, no. Yeah, yeah. If you to to write, you have to have like an armor around your feelings <laughs> that you just own because that's like just how you get better, right? The trial by fire. And so. I had all of these stories that I was like, okay, I'm pushing some out to pro-paid markets, but really this is, these stories are all in the same universe. Wouldn't it be cool if I could put them, compile them into one body of work? And that's how Quirky Black Sci-Fi Tales came to be. And first I would, my friends were just like, like my literary friends were just like, you know, bust them up and push them out to these markets. Then other my self-publishing friends were like, no, it's cool. Put together a body of work to stand on. So I definitely had doubt all the way up till I, up to the launch point. And then I'm kind of glad I pulled the trigger on it because the feedback has been amazing. I'm already working on volume two. Mm-hmm. It's just been like sort of a way to get out of my imposter syndrome. But the stories really celebrate Black women. And at the, the crux of of it all in writing this, I was just like, wouldn't it be cool to examine like, not just through this story, but every every series, like in this, every book in this series, how black women are valued or would be valued in another universe or in an alternate reality. Like we're valued here in a certain way, we're regarded here in a certain way, but maybe, maybe there's like an alien planet where <laughs> we'd be worshiped or <laughs> stuff like that. And I don't, I don't spin those wheels too deeply in this first volume, but I, I definitely am planning to get into it more and more. And the stories, some of them are funny and kind of like quirky. Some of them are kind of like a little bit dark, um, but all of them just center us in the Love middle that. of, of some sci-fi, some sci-fi scenarios. So mm-hmm. if you don't mind, I would like to get my, uh, my uh, R&B, uh, DJ description of what I see her here up on, up on Amazon. So, you know, let everybody okay, know radio voice. Go, what to go respect. Ahead, radio voice. <clears throat> here we go. Five young women embark on journeys that leave them forever changed in these mind-bending tales full of aliens, monsters, lovers, and friends. Each of these spellbinding stories feature heroines on the verge of upending the world they know, using courage they never knew they had. Quirky Black Sci-Fi Tales Volume 1 blends unfinished humor, warmth, and peculiar entity in a debt collection that debut collection that celebrates black women as survivors, adventurers, and champions. Okay, that was dope. <laughs> I like how you yeah, Ron Burgundy Burgundy that, that word. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> <laughs> that was dope, man. Was thank you for that intro. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, yeah, ask away if you got any questions. Oh yeah. Every time I questions. see these these ratings, I get mad only because someone like someone like I will never know who, mm-hmm. but like got a bunch of my reviews removed, which is apparently is something that happens to a lot of self-published authors. Really? It's just like, yeah, if someone flags it as inauthentic or Mm. It's 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 kind of weird. Amazon is weird, but yeah, it's but sales wise, I'm happy with how it's doing. Okay, okay. That was, oh man, glad to hear that. Glad to hear that. Um, hmm. I 
think it's time. Think it's time, G? Is it? Is it time? No, no. I got a. I got a question. So no, not time to go. I thought oh. you was gonna. I was gonna look. Is it time to get all in her business? I think it's time to get all in her business. So business? when you was eighteen, no, I'm fucking. Oh, this is dope, though. <laughs> it was like silly human. You think I remember when I was eighteen? <laughs> <laughs> but yo, some people are just jerks. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm pretty sure with somebody who, I bet it's somebody that knows you. I bet it's somebody that knows you and somebody that probably is like, you know what? I she's doing her thing and I don't like that. Like, what was that dude from Belly? Remember the dude from Belly with the banana? See, oh, the banana, oh, banana yeah. guy. I don't like that. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that. It's somebody you know, I bet it's somebody you know. Someone suggested that to me, someone who actually worked for Amazon. And he says, mm-hmm. Yeah, if anyone flags your um your reviews people can people do do it maliciously but for me i always like to think that's the the last possible like i don't like to think of that as like oh someone's out to get me like i like i would need proof of that but i feel like it may have happened it doesn't have to be somebody i know but i just feel like they don't just disappear on their own right they had somebody had to like take action and I, I will never understand why they did, whether I know them or not know them. For me, if I'm beefing with you, especially if, I'm, if I have like a falling out with a person, I'm not, I'm not a person, another black woman, I'm not going to bother your livelihood. If you have a business, I'm not going to go rate you down or leave you a bad review. Like, I'm not going to come for, if I have a disagreement or I don't like you, that's just going to be what it is because I'm a whole ass adult and we're just going to move forward. And I won't even like not recommend you. I would just be like, you know, we didn't jam on a personal level, but they're excellent at A, B, and C. So I, so because I'm that way, I forget that some people are not <laughs> sometimes. Yeah, I like hey, thank you. Thanks. I'm Some people not, but um, vengeance is mine, said the Lord. I feel like whoever is trying to stop me, please keep doing it because this has been nothing but blessing since the new year rolled over. Sometimes go. all of your little whatever bad juju just converts to good energy for your enemy. So it's like you while you're trying to thwart me, it's actually been a pretty good year so far. So keep trying to thwart me. So is it possible that the person who did this was one of the people whose soul that you ate as you are a self-proclaimed soul eater? What is meant by soul eater? Elaborate on that, please. I G, can you draw a circle around soul eater like like we John Matten? You know, shout out to John. <laughs> Recipes John Matten. It's like it's a telestrator. <laughs> soul eater. Just circle so that. I like that joint. Mm-hmm. Um so. Soul Eater is almost like an, an inside joke for the, the very few, small, little, short, tiny, tiny little list of people who pay fealty to me and in our dealings with each other, they refer to me as like an immortal being or like an eternal mistress. It's pretty dark, like role play stuff. So okay. Soul Eater is just sort of like a nod to that. Like, it's like, an inside you know, thing, you know, you don't- hentai shy, yeah. So I get too, too into it, but that's as deep as I'll go into it. Ah, so it's like a really, you know, author way of saying that- My business. The alter, the author has an alter ego. I should say the uh, the author, has an has an alter ego. 
Look at that headshot. Go ahead, old girl. Like, Let's talk about this right here. That is a professional photo. Creative entrepreneur winner, 2022 resident. What is this all about? Oh, yeah. So DC, um, DC's mayor decided that <laughs> I'm just going to insert this part because the city's being wiped of all culture and gentrified. No, I'm kidding. The DC's mayor decided that um, creatives needed a space for networking and trying to get pull together funding. And if they could get that all Ooh. together in one like, um, like learning experience and do these sessions. So that's what the residency, that's what the residency is. So it would be in person if it weren't for COVID, they have a space for it. But mm -hmm. we're just doing these sessions where if you have something to offer the other creative, we're, we're trading all of these things. Oh, I need more exposure for my podcast. Oh, I have a nationally syndicated radio show. Oh, I need artists for my book cover. Oh, I'm a, a literary person who self-publishes all the time. I have all of these resources for you. That's and that's like the whole the whole first session. Um, as we move deeper into the residency, we'll be talking about business plans and producing an actual like um, program. What I'm specifically trying to produce, and I hope that COVID is over <laughs> this year, or at least died down enough to do this, is uh, I, already do, <laughs> I hope so too. Like I hope so too. I'm not over my. I can do it digitally, but yeah. I wanna I wanna put together an event that centers on like an uh, Afrofuturism and and and. Afrofuturism and literature. So having vendors there, having artists that have Afrofuturist work and Black sci-fi titles and mm. put them all in the same space and let it be like a pop-up and also maybe do like a panel session because th those things all tied together like encompass each part of what I do. I already speak at these different panels and book cons. I'm like, wouldn't it be cool to just add a bunch of alcohol and be able to have some people come Perfect. sell their I'm books there. and art? That would be cool. Mm -hmm. um, so I'll be partnering with The Wave, which is this collective in DC that was established particularly to give Black professionals in DC like a place to sort of sort out their happy hours and their events because this is very you know it's very um it's like most major cities where you're just like you're looking for the bar but you're looking for the bar where it might be some of your folks because you, right. you know you want to hear you want to hear their music you want to be you i don't know. necessarily want to hear no shania twain you know what i'm saying hey i don't don't come for shania let me some shania oh, you love, you... Okay. And so listen and before i said i was like watch you're gonna be like i actually like some shania twain i do like shania twain She's still one of us. Okay. Um. <laughs> I got a question for you, real quick, because um, I, I think I, I might know where this is going. So you're big on sci-fi. Have Have you seen Lovecraft Country? Seen it and read it, and because <laughs> <laughs> you haven't, right? No, you know what's so funny about that? I'm so weird about recommendations. So mm -hmm. when people recommend things to me, I'm like, sure, cool, and I like plan to watch it or be it but when people keep recommending it to me i'm like you know what Fuck you guys i'll get to it when i get to it and that happened with lovecraft they were like oh my gosh Sean, have you read lovecraft country and i had the book and everything and i'm like and now i'm not gonna just because i'm so anti the burger i'm like no i'm gonna read it last but when i finally did sit down and read it i was like oh my god and but i i, I love the show obviously but i really feel like to get all of the intricacies for Ruby's character, 
when she transforms into a white woman, you need to read oh, her, oh. her internal dialogue. It was. Okay. Hold oh on, God, no, 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 I'm no. sorry. I Where actually because only if the shit Arye is hasn't seen it. He's probably the only black oh. man on earth that has I'm not, not seen the only Lovecraft black man on earth who has not has not seen Lovecraft. <laughs> it's on my list, bro. Okay, I can hold space. For you, if this was two weeks after the release of the show, or even three months after the release of the show, let me just mute her real quick. Let me be like, let me Get just up. be a horrible, Get horrible up. house uh, person and just have no hospitality. <laughs> mute her real quick. But Why no, are you like this? Okay, I'm not gonna say only... anything about any. Okay, fine. Let me just omit all of the spoiler esque <laughs> things and say that there are there's some internal He's dialogue. So for the characters that you just you you need to read it you need to read it i mean that's most things but especially for that bit of the show reading it reading the difference in how she felt in her black skin and then in her white was very um you know icing on the cake for an already amazing book or whatever mm. so i'm glad that it got option for a show it was an amazing show like I'm I can't can get Arya to like watch the, the damn show now, man. It's I'm just, going to watch. Come on, man. I mean, it even starts off pretty strong. It's not like right. it has to build too much. It's not like mm. you're gonna have like any. There's not even any lulls. Nope. It's like straight up hits the ground running, and there's a lot of things going on. A lot of things going on. Instead hold of on, watching Dragon Ball Super, G, you could be watching Local Country, man. Come on now. This is not this is not attack Arya uh, uh day. That's that's not what this attack is. on Arya. Hold on, wait, wait. G, have you seen all of Insecure? Have have you seen all of the episodes? I'm on, of Insecure? I'm on the last episode, fam. So oh, the tables have turned. <laughs> actually, okay. actually, the tables okay, have you, the, the tables have returned because I'm only on like season three of that show. I was hoping I had them. the question, and you, you know what. <laughs> I could do that. You know, I, he called my bluff and it, it didn't work. It did not hey, work man. at all. I'm on it, man. But that's my that's my show, bro. You know what? I, you know why I stopped watching Insecure. I like the show. But I stopped watching. I started watching um, Atlanta when Atlanta was out. I started watching Atlanta, and I, I like the I like the vibe more than I like Insecure. I feel like Insecure is a it's a good show. But it's more from a women's woman's perspective. And oh, you can't take. Funny is funny, take. man. Okay, I'm sorry. No, I'm, I'm gonna can't get you. Say, I'm gonna get you I right relate now. to it less I'm gonna get as you a right now. You can't take that a show forgave a woman for cheating, even though every no. whatever, whatever, everything that I've had to watch as uh-huh. far as rom coms. Black or white is literally about forgiving a man for cheating. So many things. Like, okay, I'll give you a prime example. This is a typical trope. Here we go. Common thing. The movie starts out, and the guy has a girlfriend that they have been together like for like years. But the way the movie is written is like, oh, girlfriend, she's so boring. She doesn't let me pursue my. They they find a way to demonize the woman who's like been with this nigga for years and maybe is arguably tired of this shit, but she's been there and enter black or white manic pixie girl. Oh, I'll give you a prime example. Soul food when the cousin comes in. Oh, look at her. Look at her leg extension. She's a dancer. She believes in me. Nigga, she's been there for a week. She's been there for a week. She's been there for a week and you already got her up against the wall. Like, sir, this woman is- You take crazy. the most extreme example. That was like the most extreme Okay, 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 okay. I'll give you another example. Um, 
Actually, none, none is coming to me right now. Nah, but come on, anyway, Miss Dash. Either way, <laughs> a lot of the times mm-hmm. when the man cheats in the film, okay. the, the script finds a way to absolve him of it for the purpose of hitching him to this magical person of his dreams, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it, it's a funny thing to watch because really... If you played if you play the other side, you're just like, what did his wife really do? Like it, like with the whole soul food thing, like what did Terry really do? She was like, nigga, did you quit your job? And he was like, you never believed in me. It's like this is a big thing you did that affects our financial future. And could you not screw my cousin in the in the, a giant glass building that I can see you in? That seems, that seems very reasonable. Very reasonable. You don't believe in me. I'm banging your cousin. That's just, it. Just see, oh, sure. it follows. <laughs> that follows. Oh, really? Okay? That's logic. Per- <laughs> perfectly so logical. Issa does it. I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> well, it was the producer. <laughs> oh, but when Ethan does it, it's a problem. No, I'm kidding. Um, but see, that's the thing too. I never said I don't like Insecure. I said I like Atlanta more. Um, well, I love Atlanta though. I do. Me too. And, and that's another only- thing. Like the girl is still his baby mother is still gaga eyed over him. She literally had to scoop him from a bitch house one episode, and I was just like, "Are you okay with this?" It's like he was literally like rolled out of the bed. The mm-hmm. girl was like, "Am I gonna see you later?" He was like, "No." <laughs> Gets in the car with with his girl, and his girl is just like, "You smell like weed." I'm like, "This is your complaint?" Because you know what? They not because she they got a complicated relationship. Like they still love each other, but she's actively dating on the show. You know what I'm saying? So, oh yeah, she is actively dating. That is right. Yeah, okay, that's not a great example. But that's I do love that show. Though. I love that show because I like Lakeith Stanfield, or I did like Lakeith Stanfield until when? Until I saw- What's the beef? What's the beef? What's going on? <laughs> until I saw him in uh, in Heart of They Fall. Oh, because he shot the dude? What is he not supposed oh. to shoot the dude? Let me <laughs> right. wait for him to shoot me first. Right. No, shoot here playing nigga. around and shit. You like, like, nigga, bam. <laughs> ah. <laughs> And we I all saw that come. Raggedy bitch. I was really invested. <laughs> I really Curse you for surviving and doing smart things <laughs> in the middle of a war. <laughs> but you know, but we're, let's let's scale it back to the sci-fi side and just say mm-hmm. that I think Lakeith and I are a hive mind because he he likes wow. weird weirdo shit like I do because clearly he must because he did. Um, sorry to bother you, and that was the most fun, quirky, crazy. Oh. Movie. Perfect example of a movie that the ending had you like, what? I that, love the ending. I love I, it. Oh my. Horse people. They're yeah. horse It was so people. unexpected, man. But I was like, you know what? Nope. That kind of fits. Yeah. I like I this like shit. It. I thought it yeah. was the like special oh. effects with bad or no. <laughs> That's what, no. So I, I thought it was like a perfect line through an analogy, like, oh, how do you become the perfect capitalist? Oh, first you code switch, right? Then you get to the top of the line, then you become an actual workhorse. Like that. That's funny, like a literal representation mm. of an actual workhorse. I thought it was, I thought it was funny. Like just, I had this moment. I love the the scene with Lakeith and the other brother when they're talking about they like having a showdown in the streets. Yeah, he like, what you got on? Oh, oh the, it's the compliment. <laughs> the compliment like, showdown. I hope the everything. Compliment showdown. Yo, perfect. He's like, we could have drinks. It was drinks on me. Nah, it's on me now. Nah, it's on me. It's on- hilarious. Which is that? But well, you smell good. You smell real good. You smell like money. It, it was very. <laughs> like, what is it? It's it's soap. That's what it is. It's soap. Oh, okay. All right. 
love, yeah, I love that. I love the energy there, man. Also, um, I love Tessa Thompson. So, like anything, just all of Tessa Thompson's things, I will watch it. Tessa Thompson in Westworld, Tessa oh, Thompson yeah. in Valkyrie, mm-hmm. Tessa Thompson just in anything, I will just watch all of it. Pretty gay. Tessa, Tessa became Thompson. my baby from the first movie in, in Creed. I was like, oh, Creed. look at my baby girl yeah. right there. She going deaf, all oh, poor thing. <laughs> She's so cute. Well, did you guys get into Westworld? Thing. Yeah, uh, I did. I yeah, never watched, it. never watched it. It was good. It's very um, it's a lot to it's a lot. It's another one that you can't miss anything. Right. You can't blink or you'll miss something very important. And then the, the last season that was out, they had Marshawn Lynch was in there. Um, it's a lot going. Who's on. the woman who did Queen and Slim? The, the, oh, I can't think of the woman who produced the. Uh, oh, um, that did Massa Nun. Yeah, who wrote for her it. name? Um, she was in it. Lena. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, Lena. Wait. Yeah, she was in it. Um, it was just good. It was. It's. It's a good show. It's a remake from a 1970s. Yep. Um, thing which I didn't learn until my mom was like, "Oh, they redid Westworld." And he parents blow your mind. You was like, like, "What?" <laughs> and then she showed me. She like pulled up the old poster, and I was like, "Man, ain't nothing new." But it's really good. Kind of mm. curious to see the old one now. But yeah. Okay, so I see on your Instagram BlurCon. Did you go this past year to BlurCon? I did. Okay. Wow. I was up there too. Happened. I was walking around in my um, Gwenham Stacy Zentai suit with my nephew. But the crazy thing that happened was that I was vaccinated and had a vax card. And then last minute decided to bring my nephew. And I forgot that even for the kids, they were doing like you had to have proof of COVID test. I just put a mask on. I wasn't thinking about it. So when I got there, I actually didn't go inside. I ended up taking all my shots um, and getting all my content from the outside because they opened up the outside. It was the first year that they had like outdoor stuff going on and the bands playing. I was like, well, this is going to have to just do. But yeah, that's what happened. I went and I didn't actually get back the lobby. I was like, wait, what? They were just like, yeah, the babies too. I was like, oh, okay. And what do I do? See, it wouldn't be so bad for you. You actually stay in DC, right? Yeah. Area? So, okay. Yeah. So I'm in um like 20 I'm in like, away. I'm in a seven five seven. So like if for me to it, it was no turn back around and go back home. That was been like a three hours. Same drive. for me. You know I, I brought him there for an experience. He didn't mm-hmm. care whether we were inside or outside. He just wanted to see yeah. some cosplay. He listened to the bands. It was a little hot out. Bought him a little icy. Oh, yeah. Took our pictures. Bad. By then he I mean his attention span of an 11 year old because he was 11. So he was like, yeah, I'm over it. And then took a little picture. <laughs> <I'm over and laughs> that, that was when we, that was how he was when we, I took him to the first blur con because I take mm-hmm. him every time that, I, that I'm able to take him. Um, it was so fun. Let me, this was actually my first con. So let me tell you what was slightly problematic for myself and my experience there. I had a good time. It was a lot of fun. But I didn't account for the fact that everybody was going to be in cosplay. So all these people that I've made on all these people that I met on like uh, on the Geek Salad Instagram page, people will become friends of the show and people that we've conversed with over the past year, year and a half. We all like, yeah, we going. But at the same time, it's like I'm I know I'm passing by people that I know, but I don't know that I, I didn't even dress up. I, I did like this week of um, their president's cosplay, like the second day. 
just because I was, all right, I'm, I'm going to do something. You know what I'm saying? If for no other reason than to have some content for the Instagram or whatever. But yeah. it's like, yo, people was there. They were like, all right, boom. I got six That's outfits nothing. and three different outfit changes per day. I was like, yeah. I got you beat. You want to know something <coughs> really humiliating? What? Imagine following to people who you're like, oh my God, I'm like inspired by these women. You see them every fucking day on your feed. Then yeah. the moment that they're out of context, geriatric millennial. I could not put the best like, So I'm in the bathroom with Blurred Girl, right? So I'm in the wow. bathroom and I'm like, oh girl, you look cute. She's like, you look cute. <laughs> you know, like, they're like black girling each other. What yeah. you got? Oh, you smell good. You smell good. What is that? Yeah, what are <laughs> And then, like, then I'm like leaving and I'm like going to my phone. He's like, no, introducing me, walking out to the main thing. I was like, I just saw her in the bathroom. But it doesn't stop there. It doesn't stop there. Wow. Someone walks past me in a fire ass, like Misty Knight costume, whatever. And I'm like, no, not Misty Knight. Um, Jessica Rambo costume. And I'm like, oh, this is cool. Let me get it for the feed or whatever. And I'm like, click, click, well, bye. And it was fucking fantastic, Frankie. Oh, <laughs> word. Okay. And it's like, and then, like, when I get home, I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so then I'm on her feed, like, that was me. She was like, oh, yeah, yeah, you took the picture. I was like, I just, it was me. I took the picture. And I know she's like, bitch, why didn't you say anything? But it's because I do. It was a lot going on. I'm like trying to like work the work the floor, catch all the pictures. And mm -hmm. I'm looking at that face like, why is this face? So and she's, she's even prettier in person. Like, I'm like, they totally gave her fantastic language. She's awesome. She's amazing. Wait, 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 how gay are you for no I'm fucking with you? Yo, shout out to shout out to Fantastic Frank. Yo, she I love I love her content. I, I disagree. I would say about 70%. No, nah, no, nah, that's too high. Watch your words, she will mince you. She's <laughs> oh, oh we, queen. we've had some back and forth, some polite back and forth, because you know, like I, I'm my opinion is my opinion, you know, whatever. And that's her yeah, whole that's her whole shit. She'll, she'll get you. <laughs> fanboy fighter so i'm not a fanboy however <laughs> give me some i'm gonna give me some frankie merch in the new year damn it give me some bad way food or something yo shout me. out to her i think it's her birthday today if not today i think yeah i think it just had, around. I, saw a I don't know how that. i miss it's been a crazy week for me i miss a lot of stuff today's my one of my best friend's birthday she's having a seven oh. paint in four hours okay Oh, that's gonna be dope. Mm -hmm. That's gonna be dope. Yeah, I feel like everybody's birthday and the COVID is just like <laughs> it's like you're happy, but it's you're just like, different now. Man. Yeah. And you get yeah. tired of being in the house. Like I just mm -hmm. I I gotta break out, man. I can't just be in the house like forever. Like I need to be out, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, like do shit out, you know. These like I I genuinely need sunshine and air for just like my regular ass mental health. Like I have to like, even if I just go sit on my back porch or go for a walk or go to the grocery store, like yeah. I could easily just Instacart my grocery. The reason I go to the grocery store is like, I just need to just go. Right. Like, yeah, just like get in the car and drive someplace and just like be there. So. Do you question, do you do any modeling? Oh no. I, <laughs> you just don't want to do, you got to look. Not your speed. Bit. You not even a little bit. You know what? I'm going to tell you why I would never model. Okay. Right? I'm going to tell you why I would never model. I think my arms look chubby in almost everything. Oh, <laughs> like, and, it's, and it's such a complex that everybody else could be like, it looks fine. <laughs> like, and if you 
follow me on IG like, why did she take that picture down? It's because I put it up four months ago and I thought my arm looked okay. And then mm. maybe like five months later, I just look at my arm and be like, no. <laughs> Yo, that's so, and that, makes, that would I make me a very like... unreliable model. A very unreliable model. I feel like that's such like a southern black thing. Like, cause I remember being younger and just having aunties telling like my girl cousins, like, all right, you going out, you, you better cover your arms up. You better cover your or like <laughs> I've I been around people, they'd be like, I'm, oh no, don't take I don't like that angle with my arms. My Nobody's looking like guys don't care. That's it's all and I know guys. No guy has ever been out, been like, oh, I'm shy. We could have been, but those arms, baby girl. It's right. never happened. <laughs> I know it comes from me, but yet and still, I'm just like, oh. and then I really resent chubby girls with like really tiny arms. I'm like, how dare you? Like, you <laughs> <laughs> Why couldn't I? Have the little arm. Because of your dainty little fucking arms, with their super huge boobs and tiny arms, you chibuscular bitch. You get on my nerves. <laughs> um, like I'm Tyrannosaurus arms, bitch. I invented her. it. TM. <laughs> I invented the word. I invented the word If you hear anyone say it, it means chubby and muscular. If you hear anyone say it, it's mine, I coined it. So Got it. Got it. Hear it trending more. anywhere, then yeah. That's a brag, but I did Dope, that. man. We're definitely going to have to have you back on the show, man. This, I love this whole combo. I love the, I love the, um, the vocabulary words that we've added to our arsenal today um mm-hmm. definitely learned a lot you know what i'm saying we know what nihilism means okay shout out nihilism to nihilism tomato tomato it's in the european way <laughs> 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 okay before we get out of here this is what i want to ask right because i was um driving my two older sons, this is Wednesday, driving them home from school. And we're probably about 10 minutes, 15 minutes away from the house. And it's a drawbridge that I have to go over and the bridge was opening. So we had delayed. I'm like, all right. So normally it would take us about 10 minutes, but with the drawbridge going up, it takes about 10 minutes for it to go up and go down. So it's about to be a 20 minute uh, ride before we can get home. And I'm chilling. I'm listening to a podcast. The kids in the back talking their middle school stuff, whatever they're talking about, right? And I got a rumble in my tummy. I'm talking about a Winnie the Pooh level rumble in my tummy. And it was like, nigga, the countdown <laughs> has begun. You got seven minutes. <laughs> exactly seven minutes. Oh, no. My butt was like, yo, I... So all I could do was like clench my cheeks and, and pray to God that this don't happen in the car. Because it's I'm worse enough. I thought this story was going. Yeah. But I, did. yeah, <laughs> I it's, didn't it's, know it was going. Listen. I didn't know it was going. So I'm just like, I, this cannot happen. It would be worse enough if you had to go number two on yourself in the car. That's horrible, right? But you can clean yourself up. You can clean your car. However, the fact that my teenage middle school sons was in the car, me and G was talking about this earlier. It's never like, gonna let you live it down. Never. 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 Even, no, if they beat me in a video game, they'll talk about it for two or three weeks, right? Let alone, like, what? They would be the father. I would, I would be the son at that Exactly. Time. 
That, that's how that would go. Yeah. Thank God it didn't yeah. happen. You know, all I your just, respect would be thrown out the window. Oh, no respect instantly. Just <laughs> clench my butt cheeks and thank God that the bridge came down quick. And I, I was doing like ninety on the on the interstate. I made it. You thank God. Yo, imagine, <laughs> imagine, yo, imagine telling your boy, "Hey, boys, it's time to go to bed, Dad." That's why you're busting that. You know, it's like, it's like, no matter what yeah, you do, you can't, yeah, like, you can't discipline, you can't tell them where to go. Shut your sneaky ass up. You know what I'm saying? You can't it's, control it's, me. Yeah. You can't even control your own bowels. You know <laughs> really messy. That really would messy. be so embarrassing. But and look, what could I, you say to that? I want like, to, I want to ask you, you all, what is, what is either your most embarrassing moment or your almost most embarrassing moment. Because that, that could have been almost. Thank God it didn't happen. But Oh, easy. I got one. Easy. Yeah. Okay. I was in either my senior year of high school or just got out of high school. Either way, I was in like a heavy wig phase. But like not like the good wigs that girls wear now where it's just like sorcery. Like just a regular security guard looking ass wig. Like a little bang. The Tyler you know. Perry level wig. <laughs> Tyler Perry level. I work security guard wigs whatever so i was about to get my hair braided so i like stuffed my hair under this wig and i, I needed to go to the beauty supply which was like past the liquor store so in hoods as you know gentlemen like to loiter around the liquor stores for no reason to be like 20 guys out there whatever so i'm walking i think i'm cute right i got a little black body shirt got my little bongos on whatever this is just how long ago this was bongo could have been paris goes walking i also have on large sunglasses so i'm a whole miss potato head out here I have sunglasses like on a week i'm walking through and so there is a crackhead on what is clearly a stolen bike. Like it had little ribbon streamers. It was pink. It was like glitter wow. themed. It's okay. a crackhead on a bike. He's barreling towards me and he's like trying to maneuver. He goes left, I go left. And so I go right, then he goes right. And then we realize and make eye contact. I make my big brown eyes hidden behind these huge Mary J. Blige-esque frames and his bloodshot crackhead eyes make eye contact and we realize we're going to collide. So when I tell you it happened in slow motion, it's because it did. He collided with me. I went one way. My wig chose to go and chose to go another way. And my sunglasses went the other way. I'm in front of the liquor store. Like all the guys, some of these guys went to my school. I'm like, I'm like slumped. You know how on Family Guy they draw the characters when they fall and they draw them really wild, like so I I sit up some days. I re- I realize I can feel the wind on my scalp. Like I just feel like my wow. And so then the crackhead, he's like, Are you all right? And he picks up my wig and he like he like dusts it off. And he had- <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I put it on I put it on and he gives me like the universal signal like the universal it's crooked sign and he's like oh, nah. baby girl and so I like cock it to the side and I put on my sunglasses and I shoot all the guys in front of the liquor store dirty look like it could happen to any of you <laughs> and then I don't even go to the beauty that's why I like turn heel and just go back home and Mm-mm. yes I did wow. have to hear about it so you just supported the mission. You didn't even Tragic. complete the mission. He was like, "This is too much. I'm going home." Like, mm-hmm. I didn't even wow. finish. Just went home. Mm-mm-mm. Just went home. 
turn off my sidekick phone. It's how long ago this was. Sidekicks. Yeah. You know, I used to have a joint that would flip out, you know what I'm saying? Old ass phone. It was bad. Flip out like that. You couldn't tell me nothing. I had my side. I got a backstory too for y'all. This happened like a couple years ago. Now, I I, I would preface that I've been riding bikes all my life, right? I know how to do a a wheelie, stand on it, ride with no hands, right? I'm about 38, 39, right? I'm riding down the driveway of our crib going down a hill and you know i had to stop right so i stopped on a break now mind you i know how to ride a bike been doing it for all my life right (laughs) i stopped on a break because the bike was so brand new and the brakes were so damn tight the bike (laughs) i stopped on a break the bike stopped me flipped me over in a full 180 and in slow motion, I'm, I'm going upside down like, what the fuck is happening right now? <laughs> and the kids are, are in front of me. And then once they heard me like hit the ground, they look back like, hey, what happened? I'm like, nothing. I just uh, I just fell off to the side a little bit. You, you know what Why I'm saying? Always but, Always huh? witnesses. Can can I ask you a question? For you, did it happen in slow motion? Because for me, yeah. I was like, no. Yeah. The whole time, <laughs> like I can see like the world just going in slow motion and one continuous circle, right? And then the whole time I'm thinking, like, please, Lord, don't let my kids see this shit because they will bust my ass every oh, single man. day. I cannot have them like <laughs> 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 <Let> this show. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty that's that's bad. You gotta be careful, man. When you get look, you start getting older, bro. Like them falls hit different. They yeah. hit completely different. When you was like twenty five, you can fall. You know, hurt yourself, hurt That's your ankle all. playing basketball. Right. You're fine. Now it's gonna take Actually, a couple of weeks. Know, I need like I need. I would even say that. that like even some of the falls. I fell on my knee really bad playing basketball when I was about. 17 yeah. and it like activated when I was 35. <laughs> it's oh, just damn. like a, <laughs> like a, a prolonged <laughs> injury. So it's like, kind of latent mutant ability <laughs> when you're 35. <laughs> so yeah, so oh, like, one Megan the Stallion knee and one Morgan Freeman knee. Like oh, <laughs> that's the worst right really in good shape, and the other one is like really just completely just done. So Yo, the funniest yeah, thing for me is just you know, waking up with aches and pains. It's like, I woke up this morning and like, yo, my shoulders was like sore. I was like, okay, I probably went to the gym yesterday. That's what it was. And I was probably like, like lifting weights. So this is normal. But then I thought about it and I ain't been to the gym since Monday. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I've been slipping this whole week. So my shoulders was just hurting because of however I went to sleep last night. Like it's, it's like hilarious, man. I wake up every morning, right? And I go downstairs to give me some water, some coffee. And every single day without fail, the minute I hit the first step, all I hear is cracks in my ankles, (laughs) in my feet. (laughs) Yeah. So like somebody eat some pork rinds and shit. (laughs) And every day I'm like, damn, I'm getting old. Damn, I'm getting old. Every single day. Mine was I love it, man. Yo, I love it. Getting tech neck. Like tech neck is like the worst, just from like leaning over, writing and like having bad posture, slumping. And you kind of like yeah. don't realize you're, you're doing it until mm. you try to adjust and you're like, this feels weird. Like, no, this is how you should sit. 
You just used to looking like a little freaking schmiegel leaning over your daggone computer. Um, so I probably will go to a chiropractor. Oh, no, my story. No, my the worst out. is when you go and get a massage, right? And I know the lady was probably like doing her job because when I, well, like during the massage, the, the body massage, I was almost in tears because almost every damn muscle in my back was so damn tight. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I Real was massage like, is hurt. People don't I'm get like, that. Like, it, sh- it shouldn't hurt. It should feel good, right? Like, like, nope. she's like, no, you're so tense and tight. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, well, blame it on age then. So now I make it in a point to go every month to get a massage because yeah. if I don't, that shit will like, you know, lock up again. It's the knots. Like, the knots take sessions to to like rule and then they don't if you don't work them out they just like don't go anywhere like they'll just be sitting there i'm thinking i'm gonna go get go i've gone to to massage therapy i've never gone to like an actual chiropractor and got realigned i keep seeing this one that's in our area on um ig was it called my favorite doctor or something like that and he like shows you the value of going to get like realigned and he's like it's really crazy to watch these posts that he has up because he's just cracking people's necks and pulling their legs and but I've they always that. look really really Is it a white dude? yeah like he's so funny like, actually i've seen does he all does he be having like ig models he has like celebrities ig models yeah. whoever i was like wait a minute because like the girls every time he does it with the girl they just always happen to be like laying on the table like with a black like <laughs> Like I'm like, you knew what she was doing. He's trying to get some uh some views. But it hit me funny because like he's always so calm at first. Like, oh yeah, this is your neck. Okay, you fine. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, take a deep breath in. Mm -hmm. And then the person's always like, oh yeah. (laughs) I don't I don't want to be filmed, but I definitely want to check him out because he did show like how he adjusted someone's alignment and like their one of their shoulders was higher than the other, and he proved yeah. like how he like leveled their shoulders. And I'm like, oh my god! Like, okay. Did he? Was it one of the joints where he did it with like with a hammer? With a hammer? Um, no, this was before. a straight up like he just popped their everything back in place. And I was like, I seen. Look, I'm an '80s baby, so I seen too many like Steven Seagal, Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. In my mind, if you walk up behind somebody and just twist their neck real fast, and they'd be like, that person dead. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just. He just automatically got it. But also from those movies, didn't all of us, don't all of us think that if I we dislocate our shoulder, somebody can come like Mr. Miyagi back Ooh. in? <laughs> and people <laughs> underestimate how much, how painful that probably right. actually is for someone yeah. to pop your joint back into the socket. Yeah, I don't know. I can't imagine. Like I had, um, my shoulder was never out of place, but when I played football in high school, I got tackled and big dude tackled me, right? And he landed on me, and I, I laid on my laid on my side, and all of his weight came down on my shoulder, mm. and I was just on the ground. Did you like, break your collarbones? Yeah. Yeah. My brother both of no, his nothing broke though. That's the it just it was just a shoulder sprain. So I was like, I can imagine somebody they, your shoulder is actually out of the socket. Like how much? Like you're not just gonna do it like real quick like that. You gotta be I've, strong to do that. I've never broken a bone. I have torn a rotator cuff in yoga. Because I mm. overextended myself in yoga. Just trying to do too much. Listen, I love yoga. I play basketball, right? And I was going on for an LU. Caught the ball. I dunked it. But when I came back down, now mind you, nobody is around me. I'm clear to land, right? 
<laughs> I did, man. I did, really? man. Really? I know I'm short. I know I'm short, man. I know I'm short, but the goal was short, right? So, anyways, right. <laughs> Caught it, dunk it. I'm coming down. Nobody's around me. I'm clear. The minute I touched the ground, my ankle clearly went all the way. Well, my left ankle went all the way to the left. And then all your head was a big pop. Everybody turned around like, yo. Listen, man, when you talk about somebody in absolute pain, I think it was the sound more than anything that like really shocked me because I I, I, I never heard a bone crack before. And that shit was painful, man. And, mm. and, and what made it worse, I got joked on because it was like, gee, and they put it on you, man. They crossed you over. They broke your ankle. Like, yo, shut up, man. Like, Shut up. Yo, I got joked on that day, man. So back like, one thing geez. about one thing about black people, once we confirm that you're not dead, we're gonna joke. Like oh, we're yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like so let me tell you what off. happened to G. Like yeah. Alan Iverson came to the court and hit him with a wop wop wop. He was like, oh my ankle, and he's fell on the ground. You know, he always gotta like embellish the story into the little sprinkle. Little sprinkle to the collie greens. It's all good. That's hilarious. Are you going to BlurCon this year? Yeah, I plan to hit all the cons this year. Someone actually just tapped me to do a Sherlock Holmes con, and I've never gone to a Sherlock okay. Holmes theme con where it's just all about Sherlock Holmes. Um, that might be dope. And I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm actually excited. I, I'm, I'm supposed to speak on the panels, and so I'm brushing up on all this Sherlock Holmes stuff. Okay. And it should be interesting. Should be I just want to go so I can wear a monocle. And me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> even, even as I'm talking about, it, I'm like, now where can I find a new, a, like a little, the, the cap with the with the pipe with the little monocle and the ridiculous petticoat style yeah. coat? Like I want to wear it all, even though that's not what the women wore. I kind of I don't care. I want to dress like Watson or Sherlock. <laughs> but yeah, so like, we can't even have Sherlock Holmes outfits. Y'all taking everything, <laughs> everything. <laughs> taking. So first of all, when I do my cosplays, I always find a way to thot them up. <laughs> I'm like, how can I make this Bulma more Bulma? <laughs> Good job. And then you get some people like, don't do that. These are children's shows for children. And I'm like, shut up, nerd. <laughs> I'm doing thot Bulma. I'm doing thot Bulma. Deal with it. Like, you, you want me to... You want me to, to not do a sexy general as death? How do you how do you not do a sexy general as death? Hey, shut up. Oh man. Seen general as death? There's no way to expect. no way to not sexy. Shut up, nerd. <laughs> Yo, listen, listen though. I, I'm with you because at Blur, listen, BlurCon was dope, but you know, you, you had some people who cosplays was like dumb risque. Like, in fact. I was I was cool with the women, and you know it's not fair, but I don't care. I don't have to be fair. It was one dude walking around in just like a G string, and I was like, "Oh, they can put on some pants." I don't want to see that shit. You can't I don't do that. See that. You can't do that. I ain't saying, it, but it's what I'm thinking. Like, I, it's not for me. I don't want to see that. But check it though. It was, I like to see everyone on like their the, flag fly. Um, on one of the blurred kind Facebook groups, somebody had wrote a message, and it was just like. You know, I don't want to raid on nobody's parade, but what do you guys think about having, you know, it just be regular non-risque costumes in the day because there's a lot of kids that go. And then after, say, like mm -hmm. 7 p.m., 
that's when you know anything goes and yeah he was like, you know, i, think I don't mean he was like i don't i don't mean to you know step on anybody's toes i just want to know what you guys think about that because i have a lot of young kids i bring when i tell you they flamed this man in the comments like really? i was just like it won't like dude was disrespectful like I don't want to see all of these I hope, I hope my young daughters here. I was like, the dude was like mad respectful. You can just be like, nah, I disagree with you. They they flamed them though. I don't think the flaming was necessary. You know I hope please for this argument. I do. Um, I would even agree with it. I, if I had to vote, I'd be like, okay, whatever. You should, maybe we can have a designated demon time for your demon time cosplays, right? But the only thing that's flawed about that argument is you're assuming your children haven't seen these cheeks flying in literally mm. every game and every game. <laughs> like, if they're playing video games, they have seen the cheeks. Um, maybe they're digital the cheeks, pixelated cheeks, <laughs> but they're cheeks. Um, I think parents like to have this sort of, I don't know, like a disconnect between what their children have already seen. And I can honestly say that even for all the risque cosplays that I've seen, nothing has been so over the top to like the, uh, make a child like faint or need their asthma inhaler. Like, you know, I'm just saying, oh, a butt, like wear a, a, a booty or like, you know, right. like, someone with some pasties on. Like, it's never like, nothing is that serious. I think the, the, the craziest one I saw was like Cami, where it's like really cut high. And I was oh. like, I think I can see your uterus but other than that this is a great cosplay <laughs> your vulva but this is a great cosplay she had the body for it Mwah. um other than that i haven't seen anything where like and i don't you know what's crazier the kids are kind of not because they're not sexualizing things because they're kids mm -hmm. they kind of like don't see it like if naked woman in a giant well done Gundam cosplay they're gonna be like wow and went towards the Gundam they don't get I me mean, like six years old to eight years old like they don't give a fuck about those cheeks yet you know what I'm saying like, if you bring right. your 12 year old that's all I am on you you know mm -hmm. um but yeah it's funny too because I can't listen I can't for I don't have like I got all boys like that's just, apparently that's all that I make and um but I will feel, and listen, it can be, you know, you could say that it maybe it's an antiquated view, it's an old-fashioned view, but like, yo, okay, so if it was a bunch of dudes, right, and let's say they were cosplaying as the characters from Magic Mike, okay, so they just oiled up, pretty much naked, they got a banana hammock on, if I got like a 10-year-old little girl, I don't, I'm like, I'm not taking her to see that. Like, I don't want her to see schlongs just like, you know? The booty but booty hold on, though. Fine, if, right? it's my, if it's my 10-year-old boy, I can't front. I probably would, it probably would be different. I'd probably be like, it, like, if it was like a bathing suit or something, or a girl that had like a real risque cosplay, I, I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't think much of it. I don't, I, I'm, I mean, my argument's the same. I guess you could argue that it's inappropriate, but I also think like, I don't know that your daughter would necessarily. She might look at it like, "Huh?" Like I don't, you know, she's not going to get the reference of magic. My Mike questions, like, what is that, Daddy? Yeah, and I don't think it's going to be. I don't think it's really that serious. I feel it's like fun. Americans are so weird how we don't like take our kids. Like we've seen seventeen people beheaded in this film, but then one nipple is like, oh, right? God. <laughs> that is backwards. That mm -hmm. is definitely ass backwards. Mm -hmm. That's America. We should just be like the French and just like. <laughs> straight nudity for you oh <laughs> yeah over there. it's an art it's an art call it tv 14 straight schlong <laughs> <laughs> just, 
So you have a little baguette, have a little baguette with your wine. <laughs> <laughs> Just put it on the table like, look, so here, here it is, right? Okay. That's wild. What? Um, I, say, uh, I get his concern. I don't think it's I don't think it's unreasonable, but I do think it creates a logistic mess though. Only because some people they they commute, they're not staying at the hotel. Maybe they have or or it's just like a lot to go change from day to night costume wear. So maybe that would just cause some people to just not come until the nighttime. So mm, I don't think he should have got flamed though. Like you know, like oh, they were they were ruthless. I came for I, I stepped in a little bit. I was like, this man was respectful, blah, blah, blah. I don't, I don't like agree because I, I, I don't like I don't they... mind seeing cheeks. Like, you know, like cheeks are cool, right? I like cheeks, but this dude, you know, maybe you don't want his kids seeing cheeks. I don't know what it is, but you know, but cheeks wasn't... is on the internet, B. Like people really underestimate what their kids can see on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can't be with them all the time. Nope. You cannot. Not at all. But yeah, um, I don't know. I think we're all going to be desensitized in a few years. <laughs> like whatever, schlong hanging out, whatever. Be, it's just like whatever. When you got I shows think... like uh, Adventure Time and the regular show, and they show cheeks, and yeah, my I son and I just Jake... watching it too. It's like, I oh, seen Jake oh, cheeks tooted oh, up, oh, dancing. Talk about cheeks. I got some gripes. I got some gripes with Issa. Issa Ray. I love her, but I got some gripes with um with the uh, Insecure. Just pick back up watching the show. Me and the wife, we love the show. We're going through all the episodes. I'm noticing a pattern. Every time there's a sex scene, it's man cheeks all up on the screen. Bars. I feel like it's Every restitution. It's, it's reparations. It's no, reparations. Nah. <laughs> okay, but equal time with the cheeks. If you're gonna show all these man cheeks, did y'all not get to no see? Um, did y'all not get to see? Either Molly's cheeks from the back riding it, like Tanya's once. cheeks, Tanya's cheeks getting 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 her little cheeks yeeked in the first once. season or whatever. In the once. first season, um, I'm not gonna count Issa's cheeks. They were too like tastefully done. She was buying it. When, she always, she always the slope of her like back. some cover. The cover always slightly covers up the cheeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's not giving y'all full cheeks. Um, I'm like. I'd be like playing with my mm-hmm. wife. I'd be like, put, put put my hand like over her face. Like, nah, you don't need to see these man cheeks. Nah. <laughs> but you know what? I, but you know what? I, I, you know I don't want like to see it. You don't need to see it. I like that the ratio. I like that the ratio is off because now it's just like, how does it feel, sir? When a woman directs these things, <laughs> this is what you're gonna get. All flavors of uh, brothers, light skin, dark skin, all of this, all the man candy. Problematic. It. It's very problematic. It. All the man whatever, cheeks and insecure. An otherwise great show show. ruined by excess man cheeks. <laughs> it's her I mean, show, you're putting, man. You're putting, I mean, you're I don't like, see you're putting the it up cheeks, there with like show. Gladiator or something. <laughs> man cheeks. You're putting I don't it up What does it look like in the writer's room? Like, what does it look like? You know what? All right, boom. We got drama in here. She's going to have drama with her friend. She got issues with her mama. What else do we need? We got everything we need. No, I got an idea. What you need? More man cheeks. That's what we need to make this like show it. great. More <laughs> cheeks. <laughs> no, this guy's no. a genius. Listen, right in more man cheeks. Listen, man. If you if feel I like that to... about Insecure, then do not watch Euphoria. Because damn, there are so many dicks in that damn show. 
it is for crazy, no man. The scene didn't. Some of the scenes didn't even call for it. Right. Like for the for the premiere, I'm just like, but why though? He was like, that's how I was. Um, what was that show? What was that show about? American Gods. Have y'all seen that show? Yeah. The first some of it, I watched it for Bill Keith. Oh my god, I love her character. So no. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my god. You know, you know what I'm talking about. I, know. I forget the actress who played her, but she was amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something like something like that. But the first, it was the first or the second episode, there was a scene between one of the gods and this guy. It's like a, you know, like a gay love scene. And when I tell you, the scene stretched on for like <laughs> 10 minutes. I'm just like, okay, like I get it. You know, I'm not homophobic, but like that was the most it was one step below some gay porn and i was just like why is this lasting problem for 10 minutes <laughs> sounds like a party but t- i was like come on Great like time. god this is this is gratuitous. I, was, I don't need to see i'm i'm i am I'm, I'm about equal opportunity scenes for all types of people you know what i really want to see on television i just want to see like two really really large bodies wow. that take up space just like mashing it totally i mean i don't want to see like i don't even want to see a commercially acceptable body so i want to see like i want to see like a and actually insecure did that because she hooked up with that big dude and she was like you ain't never fuck with a big yeah. dude I love that. See, look, that. as a as a big person i was cool with that i was like yeah. yes representation you know <laughs> representation yeah, i was mad because i didn't get enough of that from natasha rothwell i'm like where are natasha rothwell's sex scenes hold on what's natasha who's that she is the funny one like the funny oh, one. also one of the writers yeah. Yeah. i was so upset about not getting to see those sweater puppies in a sex scene that i wrote a whole thing piece about it but then i decided that it was distasteful and i didn't publish it but like yeah like or did i publish it i might have um either way like Okay, we need, I, I look, we need see... the link to that. Like, I want to read that. So, like, you well, was... so it was the, the article I did. I wrote it that I decided that my pick on Natasha Rothwell, I love her. But the whole article was about how large Black women are still living under the same type of, like, very stereotypical lanes, right? The asexual mammy archetypes and stuff like that. And it doesn't matter how you modernize it, it's the same. If you give a large black woman a role where she's supposed to be this partnerless, like funny sage to the rest of her thin counterparts and peers, then she is by default an asexual mammy character because you haven't given her a romantic death or or depth or partner. You haven't given her anything to work with besides being a a comic relief, which which they often do with larger women. And I feel, I feel like we are barely making any strides in that. Whenever it's a large black woman, it's some type of slapstick comedy. Her love interests usually involve her chasing and not being chased. And I don't like it. Period. I, feel you. <laughs> I don't like I it. Feel, listen, my think sisters get some like it's let me just let me push back just a little bit on that though. I agree with you, but I would say it's not just limited to women because you kind of can say the same thing for guys. Like big guys tend to be the funny friend and not like the main lead role guy. Oh, yeah, of course. Let me summon my sensei level argument about this. Okay. okay. I want you to think of every cartoon you've ever grown up with and think about all the fat, schlubby, gross partners with their thin, perfect 
<laughs> commercially pretty from sitcoms to actual cartoons mm-hmm. from the Jetsons to the Flintstones to the well no Jetsons was was too regular commercially sized people so from Flintstones all the way to fucking just all the way throughout the history of everything they always will pair a gross like look at Al you may hate Peggy's personality oh, but Peggy was a motherfucking mm. bombshell she this was gross motherfucker mm. got the lay next to even her walk was a little she was like Peggy was a mood period Peggy was a mood um Wilma was a mood um you see it all the time, even if, if in black bombcoms. Like you look at like they put Eddie Griffith with like somebody who looks like Sanaa Lathan. <laughs> just like <laughs> every time, you don't really see that as much with the women. She likes like, the way he makes her feel and laughs. That's why she is with him. Okay. But you know what? Okay, let me let me okay let me say this to that though. Can you say that that's kind of different than what you see in real life? Because women are yeah. Women are visual creatures too. Y'all Listen, like y'all want y'all guys to look. fat friends right? are fucking who they want. They ain't hurting for no affection. But no, I ain't talking. No, I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about like the whole like my fat yo, you friends. See like I'm not all the time. In the, in the It'll be friends. like a dude, a goofy kind of looking dude, but he's with like a bombshell woman. Like that's not uncommon. And a part of he the reason be, is like funny. I think, he gotta be fire ass funny. That's what I'm talking like about. Women, funny. like you would never look. Listen, you would never hear. I'm not gonna say never, but most of the time, dudes aren't like, you know what? I want to ask her out just because, like, she just makes me feel a certain way every time I'm around her. I'm not saying it don't happen, but most of the time, a dude will ask a girl out because he thinks she's attractive and her personality and all the other stuff that comes with getting to know her. Then you find different stuff you like about her. But usually off rip is is looks off rip women looks off rip too but i I got a lot of female friends who i've heard them say like yo i really like him just because like his personality or the way he talks the way he does stuff like sketchy for me like do i really like him because i of my own volition like this person or am i culturally conditioned (laughs) to think that this is how these pairings go and that men get to choose their partners in this way and women get, especially black women get to choose their partners in this way. So it's hard to figure out which dynamic is at play. Like, mm-hmm. and the whole, that, that goes for a lot of things in the way that we love in our communities. It goes for our pairings complexion wise. It's like, do you really like this? Or do you just think that you should like this because you're this? And that's why you see all these really mismatch like complexions. And I made jokes about that a lot. Um, and it's hard to know. It's hard to know what part of it is conditioning and what part of it is settling and what part of it of is like, do we really like this person? <laughs> like, oh, well, he's he's straight. He has a job. Let me just see. <laughs> some, like, for some of us, that's where it's at. They get so bad. That's where it's at. Like, he's straight. He has a job. I'm just going to go and go with this. Clocks are ticking. Time's are ticking. <laughs> I, think, men, I think more than ever now, like, you know, people are trying to really, you know, decide what they want instead of accepting the norms you know what i'm saying like what was supposed to be normal like you know why you know big house pick a fence now it's like well maybe i don't want kids until I'm about 30 35 you know maybe i want to focus on my career or maybe i don't mm-hmm. want to settle for the guy that's nice and funny and vice versa with the woman you know what i'm saying i think now more people it's, it's really for the most part hopefully 
really digging into what they really want out of a partner and and saying like like hey, yo this is this is my plate this is what i want or get down for it or not yeah i i feel like it's such an easy thing to become an instant social media star by put, putting these hot button issues to men and women but the reality of it is I, for me i don't demonize anybody for what their preference is i think i would tell some people to take pause and think about why their preference is what it is. But for the most part, I mean, excuse my French, but you can't really help what your dick likes. And like and for women, you can't really help with your with your pussy likes. Is it problematic? Probably. Um, is it a little bit toxic? Maybe. But it just it is what it is. So if somebody wants to forego the financial stability and be with somebody who they can just cosplay with and makes them laugh, then that's their choice. If someone says that, no, my bottom line is that I need to be taken care of, even if it means that I sometimes have to eat shit and get cheated on, that's their choice. I stay out of grown folks' business. I mind the business that pays me. If that's who you decide upon, be happy, King. I say go with who makes, who fits your life the best and that look that can look a thousand different ways for a thousand different people so yeah. damn it was well said all right the author the author we want to thank you for being on the show listen tell the people I'm gonna do it tell the people where they can follow you at on uh <laughs> social media don't follow me my ig is ratchet um it's just full of anime memes some of them involving dicks um and like a few accolades like don't follow me no i'm kidding my my ig is um mm, shy mm, shy and it's three m m m m s h a i um my twitter is like super super like whack but it's just m shy dash on twitter and i mean everything's in my link tree so you can find everything don't read my blog it's an actual open diary it's really really messy um, my website is real. Like, <laughs> I just say don't read it, but you don't read it. And it's here too, yeah. like like blog. Like okay, maybe yeah, I want to definitely have I to read see it. the blog now. You know, and we know it's all personal like, and stuff. So now we right. gonna find all your deep, um, dirty secrets. The the fifty to follow link in the link tree is just like a bunch of creators. I'm gonna update that soon. Like in, in all the blurred people, and it's just a clickable link to whatever. Um, and then, yeah, if you, I think if you scroll down, it said, oh, no, no, I, I forgot I did that thing. Never mind. Never mind. I forgot. What like, that? Well, edit, we'll, we'll, we'll edit that part out. Gotcha. Gotcha. No, we not. I forgot, <laughs> no, no, no. Keep it, keep it, keep it. I mean, you put your email in, and then maybe you can get this blurred list. Okay. That's so, it's so like. Yes. Um. Yeah, the rest of them are pretty straightforward. My website is talking about all my speaking engagements, how people can book me. But you can also just book me through through my IG. I'm pretty <laughs> accessible, painfully accessible. Um, yeah, there's my little, little site. Looking me looking all wholesome. Looking all wholesome leading on the train. Yep, she's crazy. Yeah, I can't <laughs> see it. But behind okay. the face is, is the crazy person. <coughs> Crazy, crazy sex politics and religion hour. What is that? We just did that yesterday. Is that like a show? Are y'all doing like a show? It's a radio show. It's on WPFW. Um, and just yesterday, Jamila Bay was just like, You want to come on the show and, and read from Women Institute? And I was like, uh yeah. 
What if my children's not gonna do it? Come in. Yeah, let's see the let's see the little little M shape. Yo. Okay, <laughs> you see my kid back there? Yeah. <laughs> he hates being on camera. He's like, ew, cameras, stop trying to exploit me for you. Oh, wow. Stuff. <laughs> I'm too cool for this. I'm yeah, he is. He's, I won't be a part of, cool. your, of, your, of your Instagram come up. <laughs> Yo, this is dope. We need a website. Oh, you got a whole website? This is yourname.com. All right, G, this yeah. is what we're going to do. We need a geek salad. Yeah. I mean, luckily for me, up. no one has my name. So everything that I look up that I need, like a name thing, it's always oh, available because no one's perfect. named M-Shy. You lucky bastard. We tried, we wanted to do something geek salad. I don't know if it was geeksalad.com or whatever, but it's these old white dudes who got a show called Geek Salad that came out like maybe like three months before we did. Our show was better. Wow, that's yeah, so yeah. random. They and they 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 style is completely different than ours. Like we heavy blurred. They just like some old like white dudes talking about Dungeons and Dragons and stuff. That shit is whack. I hope anyway, for that too. Shout out to all my D and D folks. Yeah, but they they're not the cool D and D people. They're just they'll. Is, are there so. are there cool D and D people? No, there's actually there's probably actually not. There's I'm sorry. Uh, probably actually not D and D. Uh, man, this yeah. has been so much fun, and to think I almost slept through it. You know, man, um, see, we glad that we we would have blew your DMs up. We I was like just like thirty DMs in a row, like I'm supposed to do. I was literally balled up with my niece watching anime. Doesn't go. I was like, it's like two forty seven. Maybe I should check on this. I was like, is this today? <laughs> yeah, well, I can. Glad I, I that you showed up for skills. us today. Yeah, we'll I'm glad it. I showed it for you guys, for you two kings. Appreciate it. Thank you, Kylie. All right. Well, I want to thank everybody for listening to this episode of the Geek Salad Podcast. Until next time. Oh, don't forget to like and hit that subscribe button. Yo, subscribe to our YouTube. I'm going to let you know when this... Uh, I think I'm this... already subscribed to You probably did. Appreciate that. Yeah, we appreciate you. Appreciate you. Till next time, good people. Thank you again for coming on. Anytime. Mm-hmm. I'm on the come up, jump up, I pick my gun up. Joe Jackson with trap.